0: Vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood! blood. Never! I will fucking die! Fucking fighting for my fathers and my fucking lineage! Fuck these motherfuckers! folks, alright, life is just one long stream, it just rolls one into the other and uh, we're going to forego the usual uh, intros and stuff, people are waiting, I'm very much looking forward to this stream and uh, let's just hope the stream thing is, me. okay, that worked alright, can you guys hear me? Oh, I think you might be on mute Um, Christy and Charles I don't see a mic active for you I can hear you. Oh, perfect. Ah, how are you, Christy? It's been a while.
1: Awesome. How are you?
0: Ah, uh, apart from still sort of stunned because I've not long woke up. Um, no, Not so bad. Not so bad. And uh, I see Charles has the um, mic icon, but it's, block, uh, it's on block right now. So it's perfect. Charles, uh, long time no see.
2: I know, it was like just yesterday
0: Yeah, uh, amazing I
2: uh, mean, if, I would be, uh, I guess it would, it would be smart for me to be your co-host If, uh, yeah. if I didn't have to worry about ever being accepted <laughs> by mainstream people ever again
0: Right Well Since they
2: may not appreciate the Juden the
0: jokes I know, I know But it's uh, it's you, (laughs) touche, bro. All right, so I just want
2: to point out out that I'm actually, as a historian, I took classes undergrad and graduate in the Holocaust.
0: Uh, Those that was all propaganda, bro. I kind
2: of disagree with your with this here, but you know, whatever.
0: No, I, I look just. Were they see, targeted? So, know, yes, it, yes, they were. Um, I just don't trust any of the history now after the, the Second World War. That's just my problems, numbers, etc. And um, if the, the gaslighting we've been subject to, there's been been laid or oh, been playing for a long time. Are you uh,
2: implying that they might have actually gaslit us in the past at some
0: point? Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. All right, uh, that's,
2: that's that's pretty crazy, conspiracy theorist. I
0: know. Well, as um, so we've <laughs> helped into the deep end with the JQ, uh, we get that out of the way. And uh, I'm so sorry, Chris, I wonder if there's a way to. Sh- yeah, maybe I can sh- shove me under all can the you hear graphics. Yes, yes, uh, it sounds good. Like, so. You were
1: just done last night? Kind sorry.
3: of. muffled, Yeah.
1: I no was no, just no assuming you were on last night cuz you were joking about it's been a while and you said yeah it was like it was yesterday and then it was, was literally yesterday it, it was literally yesterday that's, right. that's <laughs> correct
0: that's yes.
1: correct um so bud light there's something to talk about
0: all oh, right um the the usual the the usual kinds of distractions and stuff um look bud, bud light it's fucking gross um it's a symptom of the mental illness that's been weaponized and unleashed on the um,
2: Wait, I'm confused. I'm confused. What? what huh? What about the light?
0: The uh, the tranny on the. They made a commemorative can, right? And then they, they just. Ah uh, yes. They lost five. Oh, i not was a five or I don't know billions in. Stock is tanking. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, what a shame. They don't care. Um, you know that that uh, all those things that you think were, how should we say, uh, like independent, etc. Um. um they're not you know a blackrock or a vanguard is sitting behind them and can pull whatever the company in whatever direction they want to go and
2: um well oh, trust me trust me i know i i'm constantly conflicted when I, whenever I try to look at the you know what stocks to put in my portfolio you know which uh which aspect of my of my belief system should i you know just throw away mm. for the sake of money next
0: mm. yeah and it's getting yeah. harder and harder for sure and you know something like uh budweiser yeah you know, that's kind of an american institution you'd consider that sort of a safe bet um ethically wow okay. yeah,
2: well, yeah they went down a long time ago so
0: okay
2: i honestly don't know like maybe target and uh well actually no not target Triple fil a there you go uh
0: chick-fil-a sorry. is american do you play
1: triple a chick-fil-a oh oh uh, chick-fil-a okay i thought you said triple a
0: yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, no. well, um, okay, that's what I was saying. Okay, is it, are we sure this is working? Cause yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's it's good.
1: It's I just good. woke up from a nap too, even though I think Kevin, you probably had a longer one.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I was streaming till three a.m. this morning, and then you know it takes an hour to sort of.
1: You know, Down.
0: Yeah, and um, yeah, you know, I wake up and the kids have uh, Bible lessons this m- Saturday mornings and. I've I have a tendency to hyper, well, not hyper focus, but when I've got like stream, especially something like this, when I'm speaking people, my focus is on that. And Waifu is just like, look, you got them into these Bible lessons. Can you, you know, just make sure that they're on time? And my middle boy is just being um recalcitrant at the moment, and the um so i just had to wake up into straight to fighting and uh disciplining and uh what so can you say about
2: jesus or just things in general uh
0: just the lessons and the i could be the teacher it, it could be it could be and look um oh i thought
2: the, i thought you were the teacher no 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 it's oh, uh, okay. i don't i don't think cool.
0: so i mean she's she's lovely miss Gale and um i just he's he's becoming a little too stroppy for his age and uh, we're, i'm gonna be making a whole bunch of changes and i'm pulling him out of school and um he's gonna be working at home <laughs> get out there start doing shit and uh, instead of that's um, the way to,
2: that's the way to get the family to love you again that's what i would say
0: i hope so i hope it does something something Bring needs
2: to change them, make sure that make them force them to be around you even more often
0: no, I think he's happy no, to be, be around me. He he literally dislikes school, no, that's and, true. Um, and the, the, well, it's just because it's in Japan. Yeah, it's it, they stick out like a sore thumb. They they are at that age. They're beginning to realise, oh, we're not like uh, everyone else, and they they do get treated differently. So, um, it it is what it is. They've got to of course adapt to that. But, um, I don't want him at such an early age being so black-pilled. pill just- but. Ah, look, man, <laughs> that's the casual racism of the Japanese. is uh, keeps this place nice and clean.
2: Well, I mean, I'd I, I sound like I mean, my several generations of my family well, three, surprisingly all fought the Japanese World War II, so
0: for him in one war. Well,
2: how's it, how's
0: I, my grandfather
2: was the youngest son, and his brother also.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, brothers, and brothers, and their dad.
2: Oh. I guess it was only two generations. My bad. It was
0: only mm-hmm. two generations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I had it was to... close. All right. I so. Got a Japs. Yeah, man. <laughs> what well, we did back then. <laughs> Whether... and again, I like I say I don't trust any of the history that we've been sold on that particular conflict. Well, um, yeah. It's like the American the... American trust people. I didn't want to go to war and the first world war or the second world war you know if the u.s no, had a
2: no well they did want to kill japan they didn't really they, didn't, they were kind of <laughs> eh, about fighting in germany but
0: um like the yellow monkeys like you know. an like uh, get a bayonet or a bullet that's uh that's all
2: hey i like this conversation this is the only time <laughs> that I ever can actually claim to have some sort of academic uh like credibility over the people that I'm talking to because <laughs> pretty much 99% of the time I'm talking to well, you and everybody else. and
1: I they're... have multiple majors. You never asked me. <clears throat>
2: uh, I watched I watch the stream I mean, though, and I have a really good memory. So I remember it's you Biology, studied, you know,
1: sociology, just... psychology, liberal arts of science, my sociology, first biology major, then I have sociology degree in- Community and environmental, public health disparities, human rights, and international law. Top students, mostly PhD classes, even though a bachelors, liberal arts of science, and then uh, two psychology like a, degrees. You're <laughs> I just love school, <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't study all the history you did, Charles. So <laughs>
0: She's
2: like, I only studied four other studies. Granted, granted, um, I uh,
0: you didn't do virology. How dare you! Um,
2: I'm four credit hours away from an MBA, so, you know, whatever. You should do it. I can't.
1: Can you get it?
2: I mean, I could, but then I'd have to stop doing this. I tried.
0: Well, that, doesn't know, that, just that just mean turning 30 up 30 for credits. four hours? That's like half a day, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it works. Um, well, I was supposed to go to law school, so I would have been more than halfway through law school by now. But...
0: Mm.
2: No, instead I'm fighting the, the great Satan. Mm.
0: Wow. Well. It's a uh, motivational, <laughs> I work to get you up every morning. Right, the uh, the fight, the only fight. I
2: don't get up every morning. I wake up at like noon in the night. <laughs> anyway, okay. It's kind of beside the point. What are we going to talk about today? What do you want to talk about? Today? So I
0: just put lipid nanoparticles and medical freedom movement because that's kind of what was in the in the air at the moment. But I and mean, if you want to, if you guys want to go down a particular avenue other than that, I I, I don't mind. I'm here
2: um i mean know. i like those i like those avenues i'm not as adept at looking at the particles as others but
1: um i brought uh, props so...
0: you brought props nice
1: oh i also brought I'm making more <laughs> i have some straws gonna... that's pretty much what i've been doing charles is uh you know pipe cleaners for my oh, rna oh,
0: <laughs>
2: maybe i can make something here I don't make a penis or no, something. there's
0: my <laughs> plasmid. Yeah, cock them both. So uh... <laughs> it's it's,
2: it's, it's the, the Marine way, way
0: right? <laughs>
2: that is true. That's the only thing the Marines can make. And I was enlisted, which is even worse.
0: <laughs> All it right.
2: They hated me too because I was enlisted, but I, by the time when I finished my master's degree, as an enlisted person, I used, to, I used to laugh at the old lieutenants because they only had bachelor's degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, no, for, real quickly, the medical freedom movement, what's that about? Like, what's happening that I need to know about?
1: We've talked about some things off screen, and then Matthew Crawford recently had a video, and he shared something that I shared with him privately, but he didn't share all the information. And I don't think people have been talking about it publicly for whatever reason.
2: Um, we well, well, let me guess where video is about to start, but or whatever, but... I have no idea what you're talking about, but
1: I'm really curious because uh, I, I people are just doing it for politics, guaranteed positions in public health organizations. Yes. People took money that uh, they say they didn't where we've got archives of it and they just won't admit it. Stuff like that. Well the, f- the first
2: thing we did talk about, I don't know about the money, but So and the first thing we did talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I covered a little bit about Simone Gold in the middle of the week. Um I don't uh, know the, where to sort of begin with that. I mean, it's just, in my mind, it was sort of a microcosm of the problem that America just does have right now, that there is there is a predator class going around, and um, it doesn't. So Simone
2: Gold is interesting because a am really good friends with Lynn Finn, and she's she was one of the frontline doctors, and she's also... A big defender of uh, Malone right now, mm. which is weird. And then you know, so, so I don't know. I'm kind of I'm watching this all unfold, and it's just very bizarre mm. to see this protection of Malone. But at the same time, I also think it's dumb for JC to be attacking Malone, mm. like especially since he works for a guy who's actively using Malone as a scientific resource. Mm. He but according to cool. JC, he, he's trying. Yeah, yeah but he's, according to him, he's trying to replace him as the the lead scientific advisor for uh mm. FK. So, yeah, uh, it's all just well done.
0: Did you see the stream yesterday or earlier this morning for me? But um, I don't... Mark, who's tonic, just oof, what he's dug up on Malone. If I I, I need to go check through it today but literally he had a preprint onto the Lancet preprint servers from an, a, a substantial study with like 150 references and a very sort of dense looking article about medical countermeasures to, um
2: Yeah, I know mm. I, that's what I've told you about.
0: Yeah. And, but the literally in terms of data timestamps, it was written in the space of a day from data being uploaded. So they've used some data set from Harvard and the I can't I'll have to find the, uh, the article again. Um, you, you, you have it John, uh, anyway, but the, the yeah, I
2: mean, I'd be interested in seeing it, but like, but it says all the right things. It like, says it all the right things. things.
0: That's the problem. But how soon did they know? to have this all ready to rock and roll and have such a rapid turnaround on these data sets, et cetera, and figures. And it it, it would be, it's a, uh, and like I said, that's, uh, as, a ca- as a caveat to this, it may be that they just had in the works, they were working on a paper about coronaviruses in general, and they could have gone in and said, control f just changed coronavirus for sars cov 2 and then it maybe would have needed minimal editing and perhaps that's how they uh, they got such rapid rapid turnaround
2: I would, man, I would i would have to know what he's talking about because to be honest i think that's to me that paper is a a big argument against him really being involved with her and disappear at all
1: are you talking about because like, I, some... I
2: didn't mean to interrupt. No, this is it's, it it was from uh, March 2nd, 2020.
1: So I just he... watched Dr. Mubeen's video. I sometimes watch him and he reviewed the ridiculous increase in the amount of peer-reviewed papers that were pushed through. And I think there were like 800 at one point in a month that were coming through on coronavirus. And I think they relaxed the rules on submissions and the review process
0: they did and also if people remember the paywalls went down for yeah. a lot of journals Right, well
2: so- that, that that was actually originally something that was a process that started several years ago but they then um they accelerated whenever the pandemic began however as we've as people could probably tell that's going away now sure. so mm. it's getting harder and harder for others like I keep I have this list, but now a lot of those articles aren't freely available anymore.
0: So um, you know, again, I see Robert, he is firing in the right direction at the moment, but there's just this air of hmm what to call it, suspicion, I suppose. Um and well,
2: to, be, well, to be honest, given everything that's happened with Mark and uh, you know, NJC and and the Holy Triumvirate with Matt Crawford, mm. all of whom I've met in person, whatever they're smoking, um, I'm I'm going to presume that they're jumping the gun here because with every other thing that I've seen them do, they've been taking something and running with it. And
0: yeah, I would say, well, I, like I, I say, just, I, yeah. I I streamed about it yesterday, and so uh, today I want to go through and just.
2: I mean, yeah, because I definitely look into that because. I can provide a lot of insight into that, mm. and a lot of context that they're probably missing, mm. because this just sounds like another thing that they picked up and run with without actually thinking about it.
0: But if it's if it's Not true, if ever happened before. yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm conscious of that. Well, but I if, mean,
2: it... if it's if it's if it's true, I mean, it could be important. Mm. But once again, most of these people don't like haven't been researching all of these things because even mark as much as people talk about how much he's researched i research more than him i know because i've I, i've gone into his he has like uploads his files and makes them public and i've seen most of the stuff that he's that he's done and um
0: well i I, a I, put a, I put a lot of weight into a lot of uh mark's stuff yeah i don't agree with everything um, no 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 i do
2: too and i've told him that um but you know i mean the, everything that's happened in the last four or five months has kind of made me question things mm. well, i should have been questioning things already when he didn't believe in nuclear weapons but
0: um yeah uh, um, you know
2: once 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 people like do things that cause you to lose your job you start of pay more attention
0: um mm, mm yeah it's like i say i've gonna i'm gonna have to d- dig more into it but i wanted to alert people to it so they can start checking and getting a timeline well, you here may
2: as be well. very very curious yeah
0: mm, and uh it's you know there's no way you turn around a study between with two authors 150 references a single day. single spaced and yeah basically in in a day
2: well, so, they say timestamps, but I don't know what that means because it was always a pre. Like it was put on a preprint server, I think it was SSRN, and but that doesn't mean they weren't working on it before they put it. Like I, I'm very confused.
0: So the it, the document itself, the PDF, right? So I you, presumably the well, you know, you can have a choice to load up Word ex- or PDF. Exactly,
2: that's meaningless because he did the same thing with the Diffuse proposal, mm. and and well. He said, Oh, well it like why is this a, a scanned copy of a, of a of a printed thing or whatever? But, like he, he was he was saying that that was suspicious, but remember, he had to print it in a skiff, but it was unmarked, so he could take it out, and then later on he scanned it page by page.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: See, it was it was like that easy to explain. And um so once again, there's another. I had forgot about that, but there's another thing we
0: um say, that uh, he got wrong. There's um well, as I say, we we have to be as harsher critics. Have you,
2: have you started the, the
0: yeah, yeah 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 twelve minute it's, intro? Yeah yeah yeah. We've been wow. streaming a while. I, f- I feel
2: like we've been I, f- I feel like we've been talking for more than twelve minutes. I guess not.
0: Uh, yeah, with that come and gone. Right, <laughs> we're uh, we're just. Um, wait,
2: wait. Oh wait, so we're actually on streaming. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: I guess I should have known better because that's how you always are, Beth.
0: Yeah. I...
2: Cause I, I probably would have been more focused if I'd known that we were like
0: <laughs> She got some no, J banger jokes it's in and uh
2: <laughs> it's great, dude. Oh wow. No, it's terrible.
0: That's terrible. I can edit now I can't up. run for president. Oh no. Well do you wanna to... It looks it looks a poison chalice to me. But
2: well, I mean, everything's a poison chalice. You know, vaccines are a poison
0: chalice now. So, mm, yeah, yeah, very much so. so right.
2: okay, Well, yeah. So I guess well, hey, we're, hi everybody. Uh, <laughs> who are we? What are we doing here? Um,
0: so the well, I, I don't know the. I guess we're sort of just digging into a little bit to Robert Malone right now and. Um, he said
1: something that I was concerned with, and I have been trying to look at the video, and I was talking to a couple other people about this, and it's just something little, but it was irritating. He talked about banning chimeric mice and banning, or that it was like a scourge. Do you remember that video? And I thought, we use chimeric mice all the time. We have chimeric, uh, for murine antibodies. That's how we make mono- monoclonal antibodies, mm-hmm. And in one of these videos, he was trash talking chimeric, and that we had to get rid of it. And I well, we wouldn't I, I, have monoclonal antibodies if it wasn't for chimeric.
0: The the issue there is just that it requires fetal tissue.
1: Oh, because he's talking about uh, human mm. embryonic kidney two ninety three,
0: yeah. And um, about gotcha. more than that, right? They take the yeah, they take a whole bunch of uh, cells from aborted fetuses and the the. the issue is is that we have to have a unfortunately a steady steady supply of
1: that's crazy you're talking about that uh, I think I'll just say April Moss so I I have a the interview that I did with April Moss is being released on the 25th and I and I'm still gonna talk about what I talked about with her with regards to Kevin <clears throat> McKernan's plasmids and how that would change the zeta potential and cause the adverse events now mm. But she was just bringing that up to me today on the phone where she was talking about Planned Parenthood and the abortion clinics and mm. what they were using that fetal tissue for.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a r- rancid. I had no idea. It's a rancid uh, industry. But it was that much. Mm. Yeah. Use monkeys, man. Use goddamn monkeys. But no, no, they can, uh, they can sell. Well, it's, a, it's a double win, right? Double whammy. A bit of uh, eugenics and uh, make some money. Off the back of it,
2: um, it is a double whammy. Mm, I mean, I mean, you're, if you're going to create this, you know, they, their argument is, well, why not just, why not do something with it instead of just be
0: mm,
1: waste? Mm, oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying.
0: Yeah, it's like I said, it's it's dark. I didn't and, know
1: the context in what he said it because mm, it was just a pretty short mm, clip. And, Interesting.
0: And again, I, I'm. I'm more. Well, it saddens me to see the moves that they're making against, uh, well, experimental studies in animals in general, and
2: moving, moving away from animal studies. since yeah. like the
1: FDA right decla- declared they don't have to submit animal studies anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, drugs in, in this, it it still <clears throat> depends on the drug. Um, but I think for the, well, for the current vaccines, they've just decided they've done all the testing they need to do, and they've got enough human data now to. Uh, think. But how
2: did they do that? How did they do that with mRNA to be able to to be able to say, oh, yeah, well, we've we figured this out. So when they're not even publishing data on adverse events, so how can they then claim that it's that's good?
0: That's that's well. I feel like this is
2: germane given that the lipid nanoparticle is, by itself, is, you know, toxic, which I believe is the argument that Scribaki was making in Thailand and Switzerland, mm. if I remember correctly. Like, yeah. just just a mere, like, before we even talk about the the spike, just the lipid nanoparticle is enough.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's your space, <coughs> Christy, please. Um...
1: There's four parts. Mm. I don't know if we want to jump right in. I know there's... People watching, too. <clears throat> I recently did a podcast that hasn't been released, and I made it, and I designed it for kids if I was explaining it to kids, because everyone keeps chanting, explain it like I'm 10. Explain it like I'm in fifth grade. So I said, okay. That's what my last podcast was. It's got so a nanoparticle. So we've talked like a, a bunch about... Uh, like the last podcast or when I was on, we were talking about the negative charge, not the positive, but the negative charge on some of the individual lipids. Cause there's multiple parts to it. Um, I'm making another thing soon. Where is, all right. So like, it, you know, the, the nanoparticle is a, a sphere. It's, it's like to think of it and then it has different components to it. And the last time we talked about the clots being verified that are thicker, and I was telling Charles just before the show about the study that proves where they took um, negatively charged lipids and then it interacted with the human body and it was generating clots and thousands of times more rapidly than the, the body was capable of doing and then making it more dense. So the fibrin was really getting sucked in. I remember you showed the study, right, Kevin, with the like yeah, the yeah. clots on that. So, um, so kevin mckernan recently tested vials and then a case of pfizer and found plasmid city and plasmids are a circular object of dna and here's my little plasmid and this would be the i guess the protein right there for this that's going to sequence the spike protein but uh i guess just to step it back for a bit for everybody watching and you know charles too so like the central dogma of biology is dna to rna to a protein and dna is usually this you know, double helix thing and then it makes the the rna which i had floating around somewhere a little piece of rna and then that will then make the spike protein and when they put the stuff in the jabs that goes into the arms it's the piece of it's a piece of RNA that's supposed to go in there. That's surrounded by this. You know, it would be inside this this ball, this lipid nanoparticle, and it's got uh, several different things that it does. And when they initially make the RNA, that's made from a DNA piece of DNA, but it's a plasmid. And McKernan found a bunch of things in the plasmid that you know we could talk about or not talk about today. But the important part is, this is DNA. This is the RNA, and it was supposed to be filtered and separated out. And I forget the percentage that they were allowing to still be in there. But when they make the RNA with the lipids, and there's like, there's my little representations of lipids, there's uh, what's called the pegylated. That's actually the least harmful part. That actually protects it from doing a bunch of bad things, even though everybody was writing about the pegolate being really bad. Mm. Then there's this thing called DSPC uh, that in multiple uh, MSDS sheets is known to be like a neurotoxin, cause cancer. That's got some bad stuff associated with it. Then there's cholesterol. Like half the lipid on the inside of it is cholesterol. And then there are positively charged lipids inside and then there's ones that can be charged in the presence of a lower ph which goes into when it enters the body and then there's the rna on the very inside and that has a negative charge to it and when they first made the rna with this plasmid this plasmid has a super high negative charge to it and they were supposed to separate it out and you know, filter it and purify it so then just the rna enters and i i drew little i drew little things for the last podcast i'm sure it's fine for me to to show it now do you, yeah, do you sure. want me to show like and i i took it down to 10 year old level if not five year old yeah you know what um because we have an audience right
0: uh i've just got 10 year old going at it right now just uh All right. i'll be back keep just carry okay. on
1: okay <laughs> charles do you want me to stop or slow down or i can't see the live feed to know who's typing and what's going on
2: oh Um, actually i can't i I should probably turn that on but um no i i was kind of like putting a couple little notes one of them is that i saw you in your previous stream with kevin you talked about um well a whole bunch of stuff but something about the lungs you guys were discussing like why it was going like straight to the lungs. I, and from what I can recall, the positive, the lungs, I think this is right, that it's posi- highly positively charged. Yeah. Um, there's a high pH in there as well. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but, but if that would be why, just based on what I know about um, how the spike protein interacts with the lungs, it's attracted to the lungs because, Of those two things so it's not surprising that it would now once again that's that's actually it must be the lipid in this case because the lipid is the thing that's actually interacting
1: more than that so okay so there's the the positively charged lipids on the inside and then there's the negatively charged rna and they kind of balance out to be close to neutral slightly slightly negative for like the if you think of like Like imagine like these are I always forget them on camera and I have to like like if these were a bunch of different lipids. Just so
2: slightly leaning towards the negative side, yeah.
1: Minus three millivolts to be exact is what Pfizer measured there's that. But then when it's inside of this, when it's all inside, if you can imagine it, all the lipids and the RNA being inside of this, this whole thing has a minus three charge. If and uh If then you could manipulate, uh, so there's been studies done, and it was recently, where they injected both into the muscle and to the IV into mice, and they manipulated the percentage or the ratio of positively charged lipids on the inside versus the negatively charged RNA, and then... They have the overall charge itself on the whole particle itself, which contains all the things when it enters the body. And they found that if they put more positively charged lipids on the inside of the sucker compared to the RNA inside, that's when the whole thing will go to the lungs, where it's not supposed to go to the lungs when it first enters. It's supposed to hit the liver when it has a neutral to minus 3 millivolt charge on this. And then they did tests where they... Put either less positively charged lipids on the inside of the thing, and maybe more negatively charged RNA, which I have this little like drawn out thing to like show how you add them up, just like a... Pretty simple thing, but if it was more negatively charged, it would go into the spleen, but it would also leak right into the vascular. Mm. So John Campbell keeps swearing up and down, and I've tried to tag Uh, him and say that's not true. He keeps saying if you aspirate the needle and pull out a little bit when you go into the muscle, that you'll miss a capillary. But the studies that precision nanosystems—they've got a—I can link up the YouTube video under this uh, this tweet here too, where if people want to really melt their brains where they did the studies where even if they went into the muscle and never hit a capillary, it still, if it has an overall negative net charge on this whole thing, it'll leak right in, go into the bloodstream, into the arteries, veins, into the heart, and into the brain. And then, that's where, and then they found off-target effects, including uh, unwanted immune system reaction that was beyond antibodies, clotting, um, There was a bunch of stuff that they listed in the study, and I can post both the study up in the uh, the tweet. So, but but I made this thing, if people want to like walk through it, what would happen if the plasmids were introduced and they weren't separated out and they made their way into the LMP? Because there's no... So, you know, Kevin McKernan found one third of the vial is plasmid, but that doesn't... of like the jabs, but that doesn't mean they're just hanging out on the bottom. That was just all throughout. And there's no way they they entered it after the fact. They had to have entered in the production line with the RNA when that was going into the assembly of the lipid nanoparticle. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't see how it, it. Like there's no way. It's like it's a separate room. It's a separate area in the the whole facility. Right, right, right. Kevin, like I don't. There's uh, no... I
0: mean, I've I've never seen these lipids be made, and uh, you know, it's. Um... It, it wouldn't a, be
1: in the QC area and it wouldn't be in another area that they're entering.
0: It's a novel novel chemistry for
1: And it's the the starter. So like just to walk through like and just to get everybody in the mood. Again, I can't see the chat, but uh, like like one plus one, we just think about math here. One plus one equals two, which is pretty easy. But then when I talk about charges and how we add up charges on the, the lipids, so one plus minus one, that equals zero, right? Well, then if you had, you know, I know we're just doing easy stuff here, but if you had two plus minus three, yeah, you'd then funny. have, right. So now I want you to think about table salt for a second. So table salt, there's really fun videos um, of exploding sodium, which I've done, and it's really fun. You should not yeah, great. sodium with your hands. <laughs> so, I remember when teach- I was at
0: school, just a stupid anecdote, right? So the chemistry teacher <laughs> in the first demonstration and you get there and so we're sitting at the bench and it, you know it's sort of it can pop and explode right when you drop it in and uh, there was a kid who a bit of sodium dropped onto his desk it sort of managed to jump so, so far and he put his finger on it and then put it in his mouth
1: no <laughs> yes
0: um Is i do
1: take him to the hospital
0: uh, I mean, it burnt his mouth quite badly. Um, I mean, I don't know what you, I can't remember. Um, I don't, he didn't become okay, a famous chemist.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Put it that way. But. <laughs> Put his finger in his but, mouth.
1: So that was like my next drawing that sodium is Na and that has a charge of plus one on it and chloride. The CL, and that has a charge of minus one on it. And if you add those things together, they balance out to neutral because you can't have a charged particle in the human body. I mean, that's why, like, if you have magnesium sulfate infusion, magnesium has a plus two charge on it. Sulfate has a minus two charge on it. Otherwise, you'll have a reactive species. Mm-hmm. There's my there's my little nanoparticle. And so the pegylated, those are on the outside, and those actually help stabilize the charge itself like the I drew uh, the green is the positive charge and then the RNA is in the center and that's negative. And there's cholesterol on the inside. But the when you have a charge on a particle, no matter what it is, or is it what's called the net charge or a zeta potential, anything that's between minus 10 or plus 10 millivolt is super reactive and unstable. It can it can shift really easily. So in charge and we know from the studies that you know i posted and we talked about from dr ko who's like a world leader in lipid nanoparticle in rna in korea he's done he did a recent study in 2023 and so did on cell.com where they showed that the nanoparticle is degrading in storage even if it's only stored for a little bit in freeze thaw process that's breaking down and they've got images like blobbing it together so that means that like that's no longer in play, and that means so that the charge can shift really quickly on it.
2: So the I mean, longer would... they're in storage, the more likely they are, you are to have major bad problems arise from this. Basically.
1: It can even happen shortly. The cholesterol is also changing, and it's oxidizing into reactive into ROS for a reactive uh, species, and then it's breaking down into oxysterols. And then there's water in the center like if i go back to the the nanoparticle surrounding the i mean it's a bad drawing but if the little s is the rna and that's negatively charged the positively charged lipids are attracted and surround it but it's also got water in there and they found that even if it's stored for a little while, that the water breaks the phosphodiester backbone of the RNA, so it's breaking it into fragments. And then when that enters the human body, you're going to have that's where of we saw on the files from uh, Australia that Jicky and others released. And then I've got my my FOIA going. The Just submitted another one to, to make sure that, yeah, the agilent, the files show that, uh, yeah, RNA was in pieces in there. And that, that can lead to... There's another study I posted, and I can post again, that uh, they proved that pieces of RNA would cause cancer. It can also turn off cancer, so it could do both. It could either activate cancer or turn off cancer. And that's just from the RNA. But then when we talk about the lipid, you know, if that's supposed to be minus 3 millivolts, I mean, what would happen if, and there's my little... Crayon drawing, like, like there's the circle that represents the plasmid and that represents the RNA. And so when they, when they make the lipid nanoparticle, they actually put it in ethanol and they push it through this tube and itself assembles. It, it almost does a bunch of it itself where... Because the positive and negative are attracted to each other in the same way, where if you like rub a balloon on your hair and it gains a negative charge and then you touch the balloon to a piece of metal that has a positive charge, it'll stick because opposites attract, attract. So the positively charged ones will kind of stick automatically to the RNA and then everything else will form around it. But if if you know McKernan, without a doubt, found those plasmids in there, so That means they had there's there's no there's no way they didn't go in there there's just no way because they were in the mess of stuff, in, in the assembly of it, so that means, like yes. that means that the overall net charge on a lipid nanoparticle that had, I mean I think like people were thinking like when he said it was one third of a vial like. Like at first that was what was going on in my brain. And I'm like, no, wait, like it's probably dispersed throughout, but it's that's, some of that, those that, that's the r- way r- I was thinking that I too. So it's kind of separated. No, this is so, because the, in the process, when they, they make the, you know, they make the RNA from the plasmid again, they're like, this is the plasmid, like maybe this is the promoter, the SV promoter 40 that he's talking about. And you know, the plasmid, Replicates itself up to 200 times, and this would be the sequence over here for the spike protein. And then this kicks out. This is the RNA. And they're supposed to separate it out before it goes into the batches, and they never did. And then Pfizer, when they tested it for the net charge on the the whole thing itself, without talking about everything else going on inside, uh, they did a clean job when they did that test, and there weren't probably any plasmids in there. So that means they're, um, yeah, from clinic, somebody's got to do the test on that to confirm. Mm. Mm. Somebody's got to do a net charge test on a zeta the zeta potential on some of those lipids, but I don't see why it wouldn't do that. Mm. So if that's got a higher net charge, it's also going to increase any adverse events.
2: Well, because, so you're basically saying that instead of being mostly neutral, which is kind of the point of all of this. So you have the lipid nanoparticle, particle, which protects the RNA um, because it's unstable, but also allows it to, pass through various things which right it really shouldn't need
1: be, be able to do anyway like the cells because, right? like it doesn't need a channel but, to go through it it'll like, just go through like butter even
2: what they're selling isn't really what's happening because you're mm-hmm. getting what, what's really happening is you're getting this mishmash and it's and it's, so it's more negative than it should be is that the ultimate
1: if the plasmid entered the lmp yes yeah, so i don't know how many it did that too but that right there i'm going to post the article right under or can I send it? How do I it yeah, just that is
2: enough to really mess up?
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's, it's I feel it's...
1: like I made a l I made a thread, so I'm gonna just link up the thread I did. Okay.
0: Um yeah, it's this type of shotgun bucket chemistry that they've done is wow. You understand why the, uh, <laughs> the uh, indemnity clauses are put in there, and th- they don't want to be held held responsible. Um, yeah, you know, the you mentioned the other day about uh, Lao's uh, uh, cortical uh, spreading uh, depression, spreading cortical yeah. depression, and
1: I-, I wanted to pick your brain on that, mm, pun intended.
0: Mm, um, I'm in my mind that was always something from trauma um, guide penetration into the brain you would see that kind of phenomenon um hypoxia that 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 type of thing and um it's called uh, technically it's called Laos after a brazilian uh neuroscientist who um identified it Laos spreading cortical depression and you know the the problem i see is that the, the uh, uh, like a sort of bulk level uh, across the brain, it's it's difficult for me to, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but to cause that to happen, like we understand spreading cortical depression to be in, in, in the canonical sense. Um, the... The ability to get into the brain and, and yeah, it's charges. And again, how much it would depend what impacted the cell and the um, and the the body does a good job of shuttling ions across neurons, especially right
1: for the depolarization mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So, I, don't know, I I I would really really need to think about that and think about how to how would you definitively test it? I mean, I guess you could just, like any other drug, if you injected it into a nucleus or um, cortical region, for example, you would see, well, well, hopefully you would see a behavior emerge that is potentially linked to suppressing a particular region.
1: And so the... Because that caused migraines too, right? Because a lot of, I don't want to say a lot, but there was this a good it's, chunk of people that got migraines right after the vaccine too, even mm, if it was just a little bit of an impact.
0: Again, it's, it's it's such a nebulous type diagnostic migraine. And the until we could literally pick it apart, um, it's very difficult to just go off. I had this symptom, that symptom, and, and right. you would need to... Cluster them first and see if there's differences in the presentation, etc. And um, there's there's many many potential research lines that you could go down to try and sort of find find this type of activity. And I mean, look, the I guess the easiest way would be you you have some type of EEG type apparatus, you IV inject it, and if you see that change. It's probably giving you a good idea indicator that it is interfering at a cortical level. Um, but again, the the problem is always. And this, look, members of my family did took vaccines; they're still with us. Um, and I know many, many. Look, I know so many people that did get hurt, and I know so many, many people that didn't. And it, it's those that had nothing go wrong well that's the survivor bias right that you've yeah, yeah it's all right for me so, uh, <laughs> so you you're sitting there with a necrotic uh arm after uh <laughs> a a botched one uh that's your fault it's not the vaccines so it's it's sad because we won't get the investigations that, that are needed in in this space i don't think
1: Mark Gerdot, is that how you pronounce his name? So he was right about the bolus theory, I think, that, I don't know if we talked about that, because uh, the lipids they showed are bunching together, and there's different ways that they do that. There's flocculation, mm-hmm. aggregation, they can form micelles, and then there's Ostwald. I love the Ostwald effect. That's like the best. Mm-hmm. Well wow. the,
2: like lipids... the I just like the term flocculate. <laughs> but
1: that's the uh, <laughs> that's when they the positive and the negatively charged and they can ion bridge too. Mm. Where they you know if they've got the positive charge and come together with a negatively charged one. The Ostwald effect is like Pac-Man where there, there's like one and then maybe there's a a smaller one and then it sucks in mm. and it gets bigger. So it'll it'll actually in solution the smaller lipids will get drawn to the bigger ones because the the nanoparticles, too, vary in size from 50 nm to 200. Mm. So they'll just join and fuse. And then if there's a, there some studies I found recently with aneurysm in patients immediately after vaccination, and they showed the MRIs, and there was no sign of clot, no metal fragment. There was no antibody response. There, there was nothing, but you could see the clear area in there. And I thought that's got to be a lipid so, so
0: big that it's being picked up on a...
1: Because it just has to be four. Uh, uh, the FDA, I think, put the limit in what they said, the small enough size that would cause that would be four microns.
0: I don't know, we picking those up on MRI? Seems too small.
1: The, or the aneurysm they can see, but it's sorry, clear it's an on an the an inside. Mm. There's, it, there's nothing in there. Mm that appears that there's nothing showing that it's just like a ghost mm. and i thought lipid would not show on the mri
0: no nah, lipid but the bulge would right lipid shows on mri so you can see fatty tissue does it yeah Because right, i have to you're... send you the studies can i
1: send you, you the studies so you can look at the mri kevin
0: yeah sure um because you, you you can go get brain mri right um, yeah, that's, uh, primarily fat signal from fat. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Duh. Okay. So is there anything I
2: uh, see. I don't, as I say, listen to this. It's hard for me to, to think that there's any part of this, like there's any way that it could have been positive. Like even if it went perfectly, it seems like it's basically destined to, to not work because there's so many, it just seems like a terrible idea in every way, because you have, you have, and furthermore, just to, they basically supercharged it by like, well, could they not think of a better way than the lipid nanoparticle particle to, to do this somehow? Because
1: if well, you can always
0: use, use gene? Right
1: I was going to say gene gun. I used to work with the Freiburg lab for gene gun in animal antibody discovery. With where they just shoot in naked DNA. That's it's uh, it's kind of rough on the animal. Mm. Well that's uh, right. Kevin. Uh, that... You can give an understatement there.
0: <laughs> well, that's just, I, 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 like I said, I've never seen the clinical effects of um, them testing. That type of approach. I mean, for me, it
2: it seems to me like this should be obvious to people that like none of this should have ever worked. So why did we even get to the place where this could have been proposed? Like it's
1: it's like money. I didn't want to like jump in because I've I've designed primarily the small projects for cancer genetic disease where the you know the, the for really small cohorts of maybe four or five dozen people in a clinical trial, kids who are have devastating disease and they don't have long to live like their their plan a is suffering and death where rna is plan b but because there's so many side effects so when they said that they were going to mass vaccination with this stuff my brain literally cracked i'm not making that up like for a week i just walked around stunned saying and then i thought did they did they figure out how to stop the misfold of the protein when it's expressed recombinantly. Cause we would see misfolded proteins in the lab that weren't enantiomers, they were just misfolded and you had to put them through a two-step process of a buffer and a detergent to refold it. Like if this is, you know, the protein coming out, you know, it, it wasn't folded properly sometimes when we were making it in the lab with cells using, you know, HEK or CHO cells. So when I thought about they're putting it in the arm, I thought, did they fix that process? Because they can't stop it. They can't stop it from misfolding, and the human body can deal with its own misfolded protein sometimes, but this is a foreign protein. Yeah, wow.
2: But, it's, but, they're, but they're sneaking it in there and causing you to make a, a foreign protein. Um, I don't know. It just seems like incredible. Like It's hard for me to imagine that, that it, we could have gotten to this point.
1: I I think think, now it's in everything. So now they're trying to put it through everything. Yeah, exactly.
2: But even, even so, even like before where I guess you could kind of sneak it in if, if nobody knew, but now, now there's been tens of thousands of papers on this crap. So how could, how could the CDC right now and the FDA be signing off on changing all of the vaccines in the childhood schedule to this? Like, how?
0: Well, the, How it? because the future, that, that's oh, well. where they see the future. And the, you know, um, Christy just said something as she was sort of uh, we going for explanation, and... which was, no, 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 which was there's a central dogma in biology, right? That it, it, everything is genes and it gets co- encoded from <laughs> genes to RNA and then RNA into protein. And there's... Uh, very very poor understanding of what i would call electrical field effects around the around a cell and you know again i I would encourage everyone go his name is levin michael i think his first name and he does this work where they can differentially express uh sodium channels basically and then they can get um, organs to appear in different places around, you know, they can put an eye on the frog's ass, for example, and it'll be functional and this this type of thing. And it's... There's a level of... Or there's an instructional set that we're only just beginning to wrap our heads around. And the... You know charge is a charge differential and the can feed but it, it's it's not this just downhill process from cell nucleus dna as people are thinking and you know i i would I, I would tread very very carefully if it was me well especially with sort of young kids now I'm not saying that people are gonna have um the organs in different spots etc and this kind of thing um but the I, i'm not sure that's coming into the calculations of people who are signing off on these decisions the legislative level and
2: the scientists are lying basically
0: they, they just don't know man that's that's the thing they, i
2: I, pr- I would i would prefer them to be lying than to not know mm.
0: and,
2: and you know what's ironic is that uh, you know who's an who's a Nobel prize, um, nominated, not granted that could mean anything, I guess, but, um, in, for the discovery of like how basically like the, like the way that we talk about the cell membrane is Garth Nicholson. He, cre- he created, he co-created the whatever explanation for how, people do things like 40 years ago and it's still relevant and so proven and everything and it makes me wonder like like as he's watched this uh, and he, he basically he did a lot of research into War syndrome into uh, chronic fatigue syndrome mm. and and also how this was popping up and it appeared to be the results of biological hands research and testing on, on our own troops and um including his own daughter and but he's like he's a world expert in the cell membrane like in that zone and understanding what happens there and and also ironically mycoplasma which don't have their own bacteria with no um out no real outer membrane or whatever. Well, the like a, the, but the he polys- is one of those. Mm. So it's really interesting. It's really really interesting. Mm.
0: So, yeah, the mycoplasmas are not walled like uh, fungi or a, well, that's a different class. But um, yeah, they have a I want to say it's like cellulose type arrangement and. You know, the... Could they be a
2: promoter, though? Could they be a promoter? Like, mm. Or could they be a uh, like a, a a plasmid thing,
0: kind of? I, I, again, I don't know enough about mycoplasma to understand how they're sort of... I guess they must just, like, chew their way into a cell. I mean, it's not being receptor-mediated in, I, I would presume. But part of, part
2: of, oh. I mean, so another thing is kind of important that I don't understand the science of is, is the fact that the lipopolysaccharide mm-hmm. part of it has, like, this toxin stuff, The which bacteria it is, mm-hmm. and the fact that behind the fury cleavage site, so once, once it's cleaved, you have this, this SC, Staphylococcus enterotoxin B, like the actual toxic motif, it's only like 14, 13, 14 amino acids, um, but apparently, that's enough to like make it because it's a toxin. But apparently, it can also make it um, like it, apparently like the bacteria that are inside your body can can also see that and kind of latch onto it or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've read papers recently where it's talking about that. And I've, I pulled one up, but I had to restart my computer, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to pull it back up. But basically, I know that um, Kevin McKernan had talked about how this LPS or just the, this plasmid piece can, in addition to all the other stuff it's doing, it can it can mess with or it can interact with your local bio, like your microbiome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, part of this really plasmid the has a. That.
1: I mean, interrupt Charles was uh, when they grow up the plasmids, they amplify it and uh, they put antibiotic resistance always happens on the plasmid. But that was a concern is if the gene for antibiotic resistance and the plasmid entered the gut bacteria, where we know the bow distribution data says it's going, and then it would make our own gut bacteria resistant to that antibiotic. And if somebody was on it, then it on a different antibiotic, I think those would be the only bacteria <clears throat> that would survive. Is that what he's saying? And I know a lot of people are like uh, my yeah. nurse friends and pathologist friends said that they are seeing so many people come through with um, hard-to-treat infections right now. And they didn't know if it was a combination of the, oh, shit. What are the antibodies, <clears throat> the uh, non-neutralizing antibodies and the... the type cell, yeah. yeah. or is it both?
0: I think, I think it's okay. multifactorial it's in this case and, um, and, you know, there's a few stories that I've looked at across the week and, you know, what, what was one of the big indicators when HIV was coming around was yeast, right? That yeast infections would sort of take these people out when it normally wouldn't and there was these 90 workers in, I forget the state, um, but um, all, all develop a, a yeast pulmonary infection. And that again, it's anecdotal, but they were like, "Well, this has never ever happened before," and to see so many sort of go down with that particular type of disease. I, maybe they changed some process in the factory, but I'm I'm very very focused on seeing where we're if we see these signals, safety signals, that I would say. And the the problem is is that. Most clinicians will just say, well, if there was no effect in the two weeks following your exposure, um, then everything's in the clear. And I'm not sure that we can be so cocksure at at our moment, at this moment, as we're trying to sort of figure out the... And look, um, it has to... Hang on. No computer. Sorry. Sorry. what was I saying? Um, yeah, just the, the you know these opportunistic infections are something that we've got to really look out for because that was the indicator that there was something wrong with um, in, when HIV emerged, and we've probably stepped into that territory again as we see so many common overlaps with with HIV. It's you um, know it as Maples put a paper. I don't know if you saw it, Charles. It's from. Twenty Twenty, where they were, th- th- this paper was describing the homology between SARS and or this particular strain of SARS and HIV. I hadn't seen it before. Um, I
2: must. I must. Have seen it. The odds are pretty good that I've seen it. Um, but where, where, where did you see it?
0: Um, he put it in Twitter. Um,
2: okay, I'm, I, I, I looked right here.
0: Man. I had to do I it. It gets you distracted, but <laughs> I, had a I remember bit. when he said. It. <laughs> Wait, I thought was sorry. a guy
1: and I thought it was a girl
0: Sorry, uh, my vape fell onto the soundboard And and now I can hear you Yeah, I can only hear Yasser Arafat Urging jihad on the, uh, You need to say that again
1: It wasn't relevant I was just saying that I thought Maples was a woman at first And he said, no, I'm oh. dude <laughs> <I know. laughs>
2: Everybody thought that too I, I did too
0: <laughs> I mean, I yeah, Maples Maples is a girl's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah i would presume so well, i, don't,
2: I don't want to say it now i don't know how to his feelings but maybe
0: well uh um... he, he's sure he's a dude <laughs> i checked i ain't gonna find it my my twitter and email well, i just i didn't even get an email and i had to reset the computer i was um i'd got convinced that there was an easy job to do with uh transcoding and Translating into different languages, all the streams, and I turned into a three hour slog, and <laughs> we didn't get anything. And I lost a whole bunch of shit that I had on my desktop just because of, uh, just of I, that.
1: I debated saying this because I know this is public and I didn't want it to be tracked back. But I guess there's not a lot of people in this stream, so maybe I'll say it for that reason and I don't mean okay. to offend. But so I know more than one person at more than one hospital right now that paid the ransom to their. Hackers and they had their data wiped out, and I can't say <clears throat> departments, otherwise I'd more really than be one giving hospital away right now. I know that entire and the- department software is having to be rebuilt right now in more than one United States hospital because they were wiped out by hackers, and the hospitals did pay the million or three million dollars that the hackers demanded. So I didn't know if you had heard that as well, because I found that it's really interesting to be happening at the same time as all of this.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, that's been going on for a long time, and
1: I think um, the last year or two it ticked up, right? But uh, <clears throat> uh, well, it's affecting departments like pathology.
0: Hmm. Oh, imagine that. Call me not surprised.
2: <laughs> pathology. Yeah,
0: who would who would want uh, to wipe wipe out. clean the pathology department data?
2: <laughs> well, to be honest, if and that might actually, there, that could be like a white hat thing. It could be, because I know a lot of hackers are not, are probably against the vaccine mandates. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to salvage some of that data.
1: Oh, not
2: that I want to. I don't want to normalize or, or support them.
1: No, that's a good. But uh, I didn't think about that. But it could be. Could be.
0: Yeah. Uh... This is the... I've
1: also heard that certain tests on certain organs for cancer are being diverted now. So where certain hospitals, so I've, I've heard this from multiple because I am feel like I'm connected with a lot of nurses and doctors and DNPs and a few pathologists. Um, so I've heard from straight from the horse's mouth that certain tests on certain organs like appendiceal cancer are no longer being tested at the hospital where the patient goes anymore. They're being sent somewhere else now for specific organs are now not getting tested locally. And I thought that is also interesting Hmm. where it was Uh, done there before. And uh, that was the only one, but I know that's a safety, safety signal. I've got that study here. I could pull that up appendix appendicitis is a safety signal for vaccination adverse event
2: well but to to me that sounds weird yeah simply because well simply because appendicitis is usually a a very a very acute
1: i'm posting it right underneath again so i'm posting studies but Uh, if it's
2: acute why why would they be farming it out when you'd want that to be Something
1: that you could do right on hand, I guess. There it is. So, more than one pathologist, more than one of my, I've got more than one pathologist friend who said that they are seeing an insane uptick in appendiceal cancer.
0: No, you know, in the last a, year. The appendix is not hmm. just a vestigial organ, it is believed to have a sort of immune role hmm. in in humans. And I just wonder if it's. One of those, like the spleen, perhaps it's just acutely sensitive to the the lipid nanoparticle or the spike protein in this particular instance.
1: So
2: when you the stepped away, I know it goes to the spleen, but I don't know if it goes to the appendix.
1: It when goes I, to the spleen more if it uh, has a stronger negative net charge. So when it has the higher than minus three millivolt charge on the the whole of the particle itself, they'll go to the spleen and it'll leak into the vascular, even if you inject it into the muscle. So then it will go to the spleen, the arteries, the vessels, and the heart. Interesting. Then it won't go to the liver primarily first. So, right, it goes, it's when it's at the neutral state, it's supposed to go the bulk of it to the liver and then kind of get dispersed, correct? And that's where it increases in concentration in like the ovaries and the adrenals over time because it's leaving the liver is that correct and then it's going to other places
0: I I, I was under the presumption that it was just sort of
1: going um, everywhere. Just,
0: just systemically spreading and just the um just because the blood will flow through liver right. to, as part of the cleaning process that's where you sort of see right but I, I, you know but once you once you hit intramuscularly you're entering into the circulation, and you know I'm. I would make the presumption it goes, gets fed back, to the heart, and then the heart will pump it round, and then that's when it starts doing its uh, its organ distribution start. But again, there's so many unknowns here that you know that them taking the moves that they have done is like mm, okay, I don't just <laughs> ethically dubious, and you know the. Look, I don't want to say that there isn't value in this technology. There may be. And like I say, cases like kids having cancers where there's no other option. Right. right. Yeah, let's uh, put our efforts in there. But this mass just roll out onto people, it, it, you wouldn't do that. It would be in... It would be... I can't, like, even, even, like, if you had a new classical pharmaceutical, right, so you've got a small molecule, and um, there's no way that you would just en masse kick it out to the...
1: Like Amobig. Mm. Like, that, even though that's an antibody, like, that even has drastic side effects, and you have to get cleared to get Amo big for migraines, mm. because the side effects, if you get them, last a flipping month, too. Mm. Yeah, that's so it stays in your body, and so they don't mass kick out Amovig to people. I don't know if that's a bad logical, well, and, logically anything. fallacious thing, but yeah, I mean, that yeah. sounds reasonable. There's things you should be thinking about.
0: Yeah, and, and so have...
1: Amovig, for everybody who's unaware, it's a antibody. Was it CGRP? I'm trying to think of the the letters for my brain for when it, the the pain receptor that it blocks. Uh, but you inject it in your thigh and if you get side effects, you can't escape the side effects for a month. They are there for a month no matter what. So if you have insomnia from it, you're getting—you're not going to sleep for virtually a month. You're going to be shit crick or you're going to get nausea for a month and it's not going to go away until it leaves your body. So when they do the risk benefit analysis, like you have to meet the criteria for so many migraines per month and Certain mm. conditions before you get that, like you, like you both said, to roll out the RNA on everybody and say, "Here you go," mm. and now it's going into everything.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, maybe, maybe eating it solves all these problems. Maybe I don't know. There's, there's just there's something very odd about taking that therapy and intramuscularly injecting it. It just th- th- Intramuscular injection is one of the fastest ways to disperse a drug around the body, right? And anyone who thinks that that drug will stay at the site of injection has never given an intramuscular injection, never seen the effects. And uh, let me—I
1: get epinephrine, so I have a—I got stung by a bee, and I am anaphylactically allergic, and I have my kit. And just this last past summer, I'd inject myself. Yeah, into my thigh. And then when I get to the hospital, they give me another one right into my arm. Mm. And my heart is kicking up into SBT range pretty darn fast. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, as uh... an example, like it's going, it's, it's going to my heart. Mm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right, uh, I, to,
2: I mean, I used to lot of injectors.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, uh, those are a thing to behold as well. Uh, when they, like a three inch long needle, that's just whack and, and pushed in and well, yeah,
2: it's, not, it's not it's not three inches it's like an inch and a half yeah. i've injected myself before them in, my, in my in my meaty portion of my thigh so i, I noticed you did like. why uh well because somebody one of my younger marines did not realize that it was not a training uh neck so that was fun. Um, what? But yeah, you know, ain't no thing. It, it was a nerve agent uh, antidote. Um, so atropine and mm. what they call two plant plan chloride.
1: Um, you injected a nerve agent into you.
0: Exposed yeah, him. I'm the, guessing. The and the, mm.
2: No, the antidote. No, the antidote just the antidote. Like I was, tra- I was, I was teaching people how to how to um, give the antidote to somebody and uh press down and oh that's cute that's fun
3: <laughs>
2: so yeah lots of fun mm-hmm. but anyway uh, so so i am familiar with those i'm, I'm currently looking right now well not actually at the moment i can't talk and do that at the same time but but i'm trying to find there's a there's a paper that i just there's two papers one that i think might be the one that Somebody else was referring to, talking about the homology between uh, HIV and SARS, and then one that deals with um, the way that the next, well, the way that the spike protein might be interacting with your your, uh, your microbiome. I'm trying to find it, and I just can't, you know, so.
0: Yeah, like I say, I had uh, too many too many failures <clears throat> last night, and the um, the plasmid issue is a well it's it's new on the radar right and I don't think people have you know, kev does have some reach and people do listen to him but are they gonna like
2: they've gotten it out there they've got, like the medical feeding movement has gotten this disseminated hmm. the problem is that and this is an extra- instruct, instructive thing for me because obviously i'm trying to get some important things out there too but for whatever reason there's like a there's a wall
1: Mm. that prevents this from really
2: entering the public consciousness
1: i was told on a phone call today and i didn't want to confirm it that i'm going on the tv show in texas
0: oh really (laughs)
1: I won't say the name. I no, no. don't know if I should say the name. There's more <laughs> I got, one, I got but... invited to Texas. I was formally invited before, and then it didn't happen, and then that was one reason I got pissed off because uh, I felt kind of yeah. used, which is another story. But, uh, I, well, yeah, off,
2: oh, I'll tell you the rest of i yeah phone call Oh, because I am curious. Where are you yeah, dropping links, I'm, Christy? But I'm, I'm I, I was it. on
1: the dinner conversation <laughs> menu last night with a group of people in Texas, and I had no idea they were talking about me until I got the phone call today, inviting me to Texas.
0: Mm. Well, um, yeah, any God, any gosh. and all way to get stuff out there right now is... Um, we, we should...
1: I just sent it to you, Charles.
0: Where where are you dropping links, Christy? Oh, yeah. Cause okay. I'm, I'm oh, I've not... been
1: dropping them on Twitter underneath the uh the Twitch TV tweet. Oh, okay. I, I see it now. I dropped the appendicitis one, spike protein misfold, the the ionization and structural properties. That is the test where they did um the net potential on the net charge on the lipid nanoparticle and where they went into the muscle and the IV and they manipulated the amounts of positive and negative charges and they found that if it's wholly positive, it'll go right to the lungs. It's not going to disperse evenly like it would if it was or more evenly like we talked about if it was neutral. And then if it's a net negative, more negative than that minus three amount and it pushes further <laughs> That's when it's going to go to the spleen, but also the vascular system. And it's going to go to the artery and the the heart. and So like that's the ionization and structural properties yeah. of mRNA. Yeah. And then I posted an awesome webinar, the YouTube one, T-time molecular and colloidal ionization. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome. That is a super awesome one that will amaze your brain. Um and that it. they go over every, they go over all of the, like that study and about seven other studies looking at if they changed the <clears> conditions <throat> of the nanoparticle and the charges inside and where it would go on the in the body and they they ran their own tests as well and then they put those tests up against the ones in that other study and it was a match as far as where the nanoparticle went if they adjusted the percentages of positive Hello, everyone, and welcome. lipids versus uh, the rna being negative so if those plasmids entered then it's going to follow exactly what they said because it would be changing the ratio of what's negatively charged in those lipids versus positive Mm -hmm. but of course it didn't happen to everybody right otherwise everybody would be dropping over like you said there's people that Mm -hmm. are we know people i know people that are severely injured and or their cancer got worse like my parents or you know people who had no issues
0: um, and again, it's this same kind of deal with the virus itself. Right? <coughs> yeah. Um, some, some people, it was...
1: I never had COVID.
0: Yet. <laughs>
1: Maybe in 2019 I had something. Mm-hmm. That was the last time I had a sniffle or...
0: Well, there's a whole bunch of people out there who say that they have managed to avoid it, or at least didn't. No have symptom. any symptoms that would, uh, you know, make them think that something serious was was going on? And you know, this well, that's is... the
1: issue with the PCR, right, Kevin? Because you can have too, Charles. Like you can have the like the seeds, the little you know, coated thing in your throat, <clears> throat> but there's an inflection point to where it causes disease. Like they did, and they did tests, nasal tests for influenza A, where they looked at the the viral load and what was the infection point. Yeah inflection point of that where it turned to disease. So you could have stuff hanging out in your body and just didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And then Great. people yeah, got the, tested. The for... Infectious,
2: The infectious dose or the, the, the yeah. symptomatic dose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that, that's how we look at it for military purposes, um, because th- there is a threshold. And, and I think what people don't realize is that if you get vaccinated, so you get vaccinated against anthrax, for instance, since bacteria, you can vaccinate against anthrax or flu or anything else. But if there's enough virions floating around or enough spores floating around, I used to tell my brain, say, hey, if, if you lean down and you snort a line of, of anthrax powder, mm-hmm. then you're going to die. And it doesn't matter that you were vaccinated mm-hmm. because there's also a threshold at which your body, your body's antibody defenses and everything that might be made to a vaccine get overwhelmed. Can Uh, we like push
1: back to what Kevin was saying? Sorry. Yeah. Why it's to talk back about the medical freedom movement. Uh, like people thought certain things I said on Twitter have been, a personal thing to my ego and it's not when you talked about why aren't doctors talking about this and how we know certain doctors are going to take specific organizational spots and they won't have people talking on the show about this stuff and I don't think they can use the excuse anymore that scientists don't explain things because I just use pipe cleaners damn it so
0: <laughs> yeah. and uh different colored pipe cleaners just yeah. to uh, really hammer yeah, the point home. of them. <laughs>
1: But that, you know, we know, you know, I've got it straight from internal sources that Bhattacharya is going to take CDC, Hamadi is going to take FDA, and Marty is going to take NIH. And I don't know if it's Marty uh, Macri or, if I pronounce that right, or um, Kuldorf, Dr. Kuldorf. And then we also know some of the other frontline doctors are slated to take, you know, H- HHS and other organizational spots. Mm-hmm. And that is why we are seeing some of them appear repeatedly on Fox News like, uh, and I love Bhattacharya. I think he's an awesome guy. And I don't think he would be bad for the role. But I know that he is not anti RNA, he's anti mandate. And so are some of the other ones where they're, you know, they've made comments where they would want it for specific parts of the population to whatever they see are vulnerable.
0: Mm. Well, so I, I. keep I, the I would, jab
1: juice flowing.
0: I would just, you know, it, it's obvious that this is a strategic decision that's meant to roll out over decades as they, I guess, as they transit. And look, why are they doing that? Because the patents run out on molecules, etc. cetera. And so the window is uh, minimal into which they can continue to charge the exorbitant prices. And the, once you start getting this personalized medicine, because they they'll make the argument that each, each, tweak that they make so that it's more uh, user friendly, I guess, for for the patient, um, they can maintain the price at a, at a maximal level. Now, whether competition kicks in, and that sort of brings the prices down, maybe, but um, they're, they're, the pharmaceuticals are just trying to get these revenue streams that are not being cut down. You know, after and look, it does. It it used to take a long time to develop drugs and test them properly with with real safety profiles and understand all the all the potential risks and and benefits. And um, yeah, can well, why do you think, think doctors that, think it's worse They're not though.
1: having people on. What were you going to say, Charles? Sorry.
2: Uh, I was just saying. I think it's actually worse because I, I think it's the fact that yes, I'm sure they want to make money all that crap but there's also people out there who who see this and say um once we can just suspense with all the safety crap and we can get away with not really tracking the safety signals and, and everything then what is to stop them from putting whatever they want into these things and or um you know making it so that way whenever they do want to do something really dastardly like change everybody's genome or just kill a whole bunch of people they won't even have to they will not even have to pretend to put something through a trial they can just seed it whenever they want to however they want
0: to yeah and which is terrifying yep and you know <laughs> these uh corporations as we've learned just don't Care in this instance, right? They've got their own goals, and again, you know, where does the well, the the public and the
2: private, when they come together, they don't make anything good ever,
0: right? Right.
1: And uh, answer your other question. I have a recorded interview coming up on Monday for a larger media outlet that's in another country, and they're recording me and they're doing a story on McKernan simultaneously, and I'm covering the and nanoparticle part, and it's some known people, I think. Charles, did I send you their names? I'll, I'll send you yours.
2: No, no. i I'll send the... You keep on making me more curious. Sorry,
1: I'll send the things. So uh, hope I no. can get it out there because there's because that's been my question. Why are not scientists being platformed? or?
0: But I
2: don't want to keep hearing
1: psychopathic entity again in myocarditis because that's all hey, we You have to hearing. drop my
2: name. You, you got to drop my name. Mm. Where do you go? But Not drop my name, but drop the fact that, you know the arguments that I'm making, because, because you're right, I mean, it's been so hard to break through the frontline doctor wall, I hate to say it, but I mean, I
3: and, and even only had a few of them. On his um,
0: well, this is, this, is, look, medical freedom is, you know, it's a laudable goal. Um The problem is, is it just doesn't encapsulate the full scope of the problem that we're dealing with. and. Yep it's 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 getting in the way of getting at the real root of the problem which is this bio-warfare industry and you know this and again you know around robert malone if let's just for, for sake of argument let's just say that he was going along or it it didn't go his way he was expecting to get a big tranche of that uh warp speed money and be in the in the mix for um a a product that was going to be rolled out and um i don't know however much more money you need when you're on a horse farm and you're you're sending horses to the knights of malta in
2: (laughs) europe i mean i was going to say how much more money do you need when you get out but (laughs) <laughs> you,
0: can, you can enjoy it but right all right uh, but the the let's let's just say that he's decided that yeah I, I got burned and i'm i've seen what's happened and the effects and let's just say he did have an adverse reaction and he's not um being dishonest about that, oh, let, let, let's give him all that. Maybe, maybe we can get more information from him with respect to, you know, how these, uh, how these inner networks are working and- Cause they're
1: closed off. Mm-hmm. They're and, not uh, engaging with others.
0: The pro- the, the, so there's two issues there. So there's, so we need, we need an insider for sure, that can come forward and and speak to the well, just the current shit show that we have, and there's also uh, the active suppression of information getting out to the public, and we know we know now that just they they had all this stuff in place to kick in to make sure that dissent was squelched, and you know maybe you could argue that. Elon Musk was a curveball they weren't expecting, and that's allowed us yeah. some sort of pushback to continue. But they'd they'd done such a comprehensive job. The accounts got reinstated, mm. yeah. Mm. And but but the thing is, the job the job had got done by then, right? They they'd achieved. I don't know. It was what was supposed to be two shots, etc. <clears throat> had turned into four or five, and um they've got plenty plenty of the product into arm into arms where they can test at a large scale the uh impact of the um the shots and you know you have to anyone who's in the sort of freedom movement has to has to be cognizant of the fact that billions of shots did go out and nothing as we can tell has happened to these individuals yet um and that's a that's an uphill struggle to people who just don't want to be, or even think about that they got duped, right? Just the fact no one no one likes thinking that they got duped by anyone or anything. And
1: can the lipid nanoparticle get through the n- nuclear envelope because it doesn't need a channel; it just needs to pass through a phospholipid bilayer. And these mm-hmm. people are saying it couldn't get through, and I was thinking it absolutely can. Mm-hmm. It's passing through lipids, lipids. It's like mixing oil and peanut butter. It's going to mix. And Mm. then you've got the charge on it. And then if those plasmids enter, if I like post another photo, here's something that I was worried about. And I'm going to post underneath. I have to find it. I'm on three different computers here, which is silly. Um, I'm worried about, um, so I found, I was looking at the proteome of the liver mm. and that, the liver has functionality that I don't think gets discussed a lot, where uh, if something enters cells in the liver, it's gonna impact all these other organs in the body and is responsible for genes turning on and off and different processes turning on and off that is based in the liver. And I wondered what would happen if, here's one.
2: Well, thankfully, we have a giant trial going on right now, so we can
1: okay. we can answer
2: that question very soon.
1: I just, uh, I just posted it. It's from the Human Protein Atlas, and then it looks at gene expression shared between liver and other tissues and uh, gallbladder, bone marrow, retina, adrenal glands, skin, pancreas, brain, lymph nodes, kidney, adipose, intestines, heart muscle, And then there's a, when I I go to the 171 group enriched genes expressed in the liver, it's a lot. (laughs) And I wondered what would happen if, did you see the, I just posted the picture, but I've I've got got the the, link up. Like what if that goes there and then it goes to the 171 group enriched gene expression? (laughs) What what if it goes to those 171 groups? Um, I grab the link. I mean, holy crap.
0: Yeah. Again, you know, from what limited data we had, right? And again, it was a result that seemed un- unusual to me. But um, what appeared to be blanks with the vials, we can. I, I I couldn't find a phosphor signature, but it was just one vial, and you know, I'm that might have just been my um, methods. Maybe I just goofed up, et cetera, in doing the uh, the EDX mapping. It was found by Daniel Nagase as well that there was no phosphorus in in these shots, and the.
1: So no phosphodiester backbone. I,
0: I mean, who's to say? And like I say, right now, every other one that I tested did have um, phosphorus in it. So it, it could be just ex- experimental error in in this particular incident. But the it was just odd that on the other side of the planet someone finds exactly the same issue and in this he daniel had an expert do the microscopy right and so in, independent of himself found a similar response and i don't know what that means if it was really a hmm. Deliberate, um, so trying to dilute the potential adverse events by just putting blanks out there so that you can say you, you up the number of shots and say, ah, oh, you know, we've done 10 million shots and only 1% have had uh, adverse events But if, I don't know, 30% of those are um, blanks in terms of active molecules um,
1: Control group no, they would is still existing Maybe did Say Charles yeah. <laughs> No, they would never do that.
0: Well, it's the like control
1: would, group. They would
2: always be honest.
0: My, it's to it uh, Hang on, let me just bring the link up.
2: I mean, the, the, uh, there's certainly reason to believe that that they're still tracking all this information very carefully, mm. so. Uh,
0: yeah, all this proteonomics, uh, <laughs> that's just uh, that's a newfangled science that just sort of emerged... Uh, after uh, I started going down the electrophysiology track, but just yeah, it's
1: uh, look I, at all I, that, I, wow! Like what if what if this what if this plasmid enters the nucleus? Mm. Because we know there's studies that show the plasmid enters the nucleus with lipid nanoparticle. When I posted the 200 tweet thread to Vicky Mail saying it never crossed the placenta. Mm -hmm. Then I got pissed off and I stayed up five hours. Charles, I don't know if you saw that. Uh, Vicky Mail was on Dr. Drew and said that uh, quoting her own paper stating that the, the RNA never crossed the placenta. So I stayed up for like five, six hours and I did a 121, I think, tweet thread, with over 100 studies that shows it does. Because I wanted to hammer the point home. Like first I did 10, and then I said I'll just keep going. (laughs) I Mm. just. Did she respond? Interesting. No. (laughs) No, of course. No, no.
2: (laughs) don't. Yeah, I already knew the answer for that. That was obvious. Um, One thing I want to point out is that, um, and this is something that I saw the other day. Uh, that DC-sign, so the, the pathway that, that the these inserts that are on the spike protein, that are from GP120, that elicit antibodies, just like HIV does, to the same types of antibodies in some cases. Um, the major places where DC-sign is, is expressed is in number one, the lymph nodes, kind of obvious, and number two, the placenta. Which is less obvious, but I, I guess it makes sense. And so I don't know if that, I don't, there's so many other things that also could, could explain that, but I think that might be in some way an additive factor that helps the spike protein. Um, like it, it makes it more likely that it'll show up in the placenta anyway, in addition to everything else. And it, it's it's terrifying because it because they had to know all these things and they kept doing it's it's like the fact that uh hypoxia you know whenever you're sick with covid19 i i heard people talk about where they would they would be in the hospital recovering and the doctors are trying to give them a shot yeah and apparently that happened a lot and i was just sitting here thinking this this it's the same so if you're sick enough to be in the hospital and you have epoxia and at less than 90 percent blood oxygen level your blood brain barrier becomes permeable so imagine if it already (laughs) can be traversed uh, via this living nanoparticle like that that would just make it worse that make it you're just you're asking for even more trouble like every everything they're doing is just Asinine
0: and, insane.
2: Mm. Well, and the same. Well, it, it, it's, it's terrifying.
0: It maybe points to that they've got information that they're not prepared to release to the public about.
3: Yeah.
0: I don't know. <laughs> like I say, everything, everything that I thought I understood about working in the scientific and medical environment has been turned on its head in the last three years. And, um, i'm a lost as to explain why, and the only thing I can think of is that they just had such a tight grip on well i think well it's a, it's kind of a tangent though, but just it's it's debt like uh, people coming through medical school are in debt for hundreds of thousands of dollars, and so it takes a lot there's to... so
2: there's there's no whistleblowers there's christine. Mm. There's Andrew Huff there's like there's one person from China mm. there's there's zero people from the NIH mm. there's zero people from the CDC that I that I know you know Brooke was like the only person from the trials I think so we're talking about like one person
1: I'm from each of these careers. institutions so that allows me to do it like I'm getting another yet another degree so I'm I'm planning on com- making a complete exit out of biotech space soon mm. i feel like all i do now right, is meet but, with doctors and stuff like this
2: but if oh, but so. if you weren't doing that yeah I, i'd get fired yeah but, i mean i like to, I, I i think so but that's it's just so depressing because like it's how can people be so captured that that we have i can name on one hand basically the, the number of opus of voters for something that is global, mm. it's, it's it's pathetic.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's mind-blowing. I, I, I There's no way I could have countenanced the idea prior to all this starting, but, yeah. They're
2: taking away
1: with it, yeah. Mm, um, hey, speaking of which, how does my steering fluid and brake fluid leave my car?
0: Right, <laughs> and t- just for people that don't know, perhaps <laughs> you might want to just uh, relay what happened to you this week.
1: And uh, I've I've also been threatened twice because I'm involved in a, a federal case where the Office of Civil Rights is investigating on my behalf and others uh, that I started in 2021 at recording at a graduate school because students were being literally psychologically experimented on and I can prove it and harmed and PTSD and students quit as part of a sicko professor's uh, way to change their identities and brains through little brainwashing and ramping their emotions like that started and i had one threat that came in when i first joined twitter over that and uh that was march april 2022 so i'm coming up on the anniversary of that we're actually gonna have a party on twitter (laughs) Uh, what's that I say happy anniversary! Thanks, and then so the okay. government is still trying to decide that case, and they they're per, they're up uh, shit's creek without a paddle because the professor identifies as transgender and the school's Catholic, so they're they're really uh, they're having Thanks. a conundrum on that one. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, it was really hard for me to find a lawyer. Mm. So then I so then uh, right around the holidays I got threatened at the hospital by an employee. Then I'm not going to go into details, but I literally ran out and recorded some of that with my phone when I was there for a, a lab specimen. And then, yeah, within, it was last weekend. My, 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 I my, was, you, were there,
2: you were there for a lab specimen.
1: Yeah. I was lab, I was there for a lab collection. Yeah. And uh, he mentioned that cool. he knew who I was. He said, you're Christy Grace. You're that anti-vaxxer on Twitter, aren't you? He said, you know, I've been watching you and uh, I had no idea. Uh, so that some of the employees, so I also know, conversely, some a couple of my doctors and some nurses follow me anonymously on Twitter, and sometimes I post directly for them. So there are good staff that know. I would what, uh, like to think so, but
0: um, at the, yeah. this was a dude that threatened you?
1: Yeah. Oh, it was fuck. a young guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I ended up calling lawyer, uh, not the police, but lawyer, and then the hospital, so that is actually all getting sorted out right now. Mm, nice. legally then yeah a week ago uh and i keep my car pretty well maintained and i just had my car in at the shop like a month ago for struts and uh i drive a camry And i went to the store at night usually i don't go at night it was like 10 at night and uh coming home i didn't have steering uh like it was just almost impossible i, I drive a toyota it was almost i was just no steering, and then uh, brakes were weak, next to nothing. And I have an automatic, and I used to race trucks in the mud when I was a teenager as part of a off-roading group. <laughs> so like, I just dropped it right down into low, hoping my transmission would be okay, and I coasted up onto a sidewalk, into a, a driveway, and just kind of uh, of a parking lot of a different That's store. And... and the shop had the car for two days and did a full one over. And they loaned me the owner of the shop loaned me his one of the cars that he had there, which he's done before. I've been going to the same shop for years. They are also Team Reality. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they don't they don't see uh, it wasn't corroded. It it wasn't uh... see the
0: brakes so, and, and steering it, would it, be on. It
1: went.
2: They well, don't yeah. know where the fluid went. I'm right. Yep. That is weird. So no, so, no leaking, just gone.
1: Just, yeah, mostly gone. So, they wondered if somebody yanked it and then put it back up. Because hmm. yeah. it wasn't corroded or rusted or. It sounds like that's what it that is. I live next to a nature conservancy. Uh, I don't want to give away my exact location. And we have woodchucks. And sometimes the woodchucks will come close to the property and they love chewing through brake lines. It's the weirdest thing ever. I don't know if they like the smell. Really? So so yes, I've heard yeah. of that, where people will spray spray on their cars to keep the woodchucks away.
0: <laughs> no, um, Woodchuck is what, like a instead squirrel? Instead of chewing
1: on wood, uh, it's like a bigger rodent.
0: Okay.
1: But um, they like to chew on things, and you'd think they'd stay in the you know the several hundred acres of forest, but they make their way towards cars.
0: But the brake lines are usually <laughs> yeah. metal um, yeah. hydraulic they, piping. They um, chew on them, yeah. That's uh,
1: it wild. Amazed amaze me that they would get through, but yeah, the. It was odd that it was. Uh, both container compartments were almost completely empty.
0: Mm. So, in my mind, and looks like I've worked on cars and what have you, that usually the steering pump is a completely different. Uh, for the power steering, it is a completely different system to your braking system, but, but because braking so critical to the car, you don't want it. Um, Doing other jobs, that that, right. that could be extra points of failure. And... and
1: you, you mentioned somebody else's. Was it ECR? I didn't want to say his name, but you. Oh yeah, that's public yeah. knowledge. This is. So uh... you said Andrew Huff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And uh... Matthew Crawford said uh his Matthew Crawford said he had something happen with his vehicle as well, or did he get run off the road and home broken into?
2: I heard no. I, I what I remember is that he was followed or something. Um, that's what I remember. Uh, Andrew Huff, I talked to him the same night, like, cause he was telling me that he sent me pictures, uh, then he, then I, and I he actually asked me to post him on Facebook or uh, on Twitter cause at the time he couldn't, he was something he couldn't get on there. But yeah, but Andrew Huff, like his uh, electronic control module' like the computer that was, you know, the controls, the basic stuff in your car. The module had been switched out, but the one they put in was the wrong model, was the wrong year for the wrong car. What? So, so, and it didn't like the. the it was a newer one, and he had an older car, and he had never had that replaced. So, um, I mean.
0: Yeah, look. Um, that's, pretty,
2: that's pretty sketch. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff, but th- that makes me think of the, you know, there's been journalists and there's been, oh um, I mean, shit, there was a, that one chick, I can't even remember her name, but she was a, a celebrity who, whose car went up should... to 140 miles an hour. Yep. And, and brought, they said she was on coke and she half.
1: wasn't. Her She came back clean, didn't she? Her toxicology, they were saying she was on drugs and she wasn't. Is that is that the one where that
0: which they said she was dead? She sort of got a person sort of sat up in the
2: yeah yeah. There's a whole bunch of weird stuff going on with that one that mm. we don't really we don't really know. I I tried but to it was the journalist it, like, the week before that got attacked stunned. right? I don't remember when he was because I thought it was a couple of years ago, but but there was a journalist who was like expressly investigating the deep state. I forget exactly what he was doing and. He may have even, he may have even had, had talked about the fact that they might do this kind of thing to vehicles and, and, and that this was the technology that they had or something. Um, and then he died shortly thereafter. And he, I think he was, oh, you know, he was a reporter for Rolling Stone. He, he was mm-hmm. the guy who, who got, um, he talked to General Stanley McChrystal, and he he reported that he had said some stuff about how Obama was an idiot and his his Afghan strategy was stupid, and uh, then he was fired. But that same reporter later on uh, died in one of those mysterious 140 mile an hour unstoppable car driving into a tree type things. Mm. Or maybe I think it was I think in his case it may in a motorcycle, but either way. Yeah, was, that wouldn't surprise me. And I went out actually later that day and and took pictures of of my uh, everything that was underneath my hood. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that that was actually the first time that I was freaked out, which is ironic because months earlier, um, a senator had told me, "Yeah, you should you should be concerned because if they're willing to mess with me, they're probably willing to mess with you."
0: I mm. yeah. kind of open my eyes. <clears throat> These are disturbing data points. And the.
1: Yeah. Um, Someone told me not to fly.
0: Yeah, don't fly, man. <laughs> so I'm
1: going to meet you in the Texas that
2: that that mean, then. I don't. I, refu- I refuse to fly. Well, that's probably the reason why I've been driving so much because I have been meeting people in person. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, if there's an entire flight it was shot down or disappeared with a hundred HIV researchers in it or something. I don't, I don't know the truth of the HIV link, but that's what a lot of people have said. Mm. Uh, yep. And I don't remember if that was the one that disappeared over the ocean or the one that was shot down by, over Ukraine. I want to say it was the one it.
0: in Ukraine was, had a bunch of HIV researchers on it. Yeah.
2: Um, I, I want to know more details about that before mm. I know for sure. But yeah, well, look, I, mean, I don't want to fly, I don't want to fly anyway because there's, you know, there's pilots having heart attacks,
0: and yeah, <laughs> yeah that's. Just, so there's uh... really
2: no reason for me to want to like submit myself to that at this point.
1: Mm. Yeah, double jeopardy.
0: Yeah, and look, I don't know if you remember when Davos was um, taking place this year. Like all the bigwigs were making sure that they were getting non non pilots,
2: making yeah. sure they getting two of them too. Mm
0: assholes mm. uh, yeah yeah and it's a look we we know that you know how much does it cost to pay someone you know some <laughs> crackhead to go and uh, yank a brake line um, now look in my mind there's the, those fittings and the pipes are usually pretty Robust. but I mean, you know, if you've got the right tools, you can um, get the lock nuts off and you could drain out the fluid. Now, the issue I have is that you would immediately realize that your brakes were spongy. Right, they were. And so you wouldn't, um, so the first point that you used them, so you're probably not going to be going that fast anyway, because usually... I don't know you've got to park or get out of a parking or something and, and so any any accident would likely be low speed in that sort of instance you would know straight away and i i just i have a habit of just hitting my brake anyway just to check every time i get in the car i, I don't know I'm a bit sort of o c d about that but um i put the i put the car into park with uh, the gearbox and now i will i also put the uh the foot brake on as well just yeah but other people don't they'll just put it in park but um i don't know i was just taught that way and you know the so someone sort of it, it seems to me if someone if someone's done something to your car i would more wager perhaps because of the you know your. Kicking the tranny nest.
1: The trans test. Yeah, because yeah. they already doxed me on Kiwi Farms. Mm,
0: mm.
1: And so that it was a while ago. Wow. Wow. Oh, so Charles, so my, case is, gonna set, that. my case is going to set legal precedent in the United States no matter what happens. So it's against all psychology programs for teaching and doing, because <laughs> it's not just that school that you can't say the word woman, <clears> that pedophilia should be acceptable, that if a boy plays with Barbie, he's a girl. the the whole gamut so i have 110 gigabytes of audio video and more and i released some on a podcast that's when the first threat came in last year and it came to my person outside of twitter and someone looked up my grandma's obituary and the names of my family and contacted me on the phone and uh, threatened me and told me to stop so that was that was the first one and then i found a list called the transphobe finder list and other people had Posted it on Twitter, and that's the anniversary that's coming up, April twenty eighth. Wait, I want to
0: be on that list. God damn it!
1: You may be turf <laughs> how do, harder. How do how do I get on there? Turf harder. Turf harder. Turf harder. Turf harder. What's Turf? <laughs> turf trans exclusionary radical feminist. Oh, okay. Turf harder. Wow. <laughs> so, wow, so ben, even uh, Ben Shapiro's on that list. So it was first. It was next Excel file. But he is a, a tranny. Google Excel file. Here, I'll post here. I'll I'll post right under
0: that's true he's probably he's probably someone, trans someone someone posted a sort of side by side of uh well that budweiser trying side yeah and ben shapiro and the, the <laughs> it's striking the resemblance i have to mm-hmm. say <laughs> um well,
1: I, I i do want to say i, I actually I have posted that one of the articles because then younger the brother brother trans, sister is trans so. Not that I mean,
2: not, not that I think that that justifies the transanity.
0: Um, well, I, it's it's part of this asymmetric warfare being waged against the
1: U.S. Absolutely, it's
2: absolutely part of the asymmetric warfare. It's absolutely, and I agree completely.
1: The... Whenever Malone mentions transhumanism, he's leaving out this part. Right, right. and a guy named Martin Rothblatt. Oh, imagine imagine my duty, duty. shock he's at double...
0: that last name. Um, Rothblatt. Well, mm. Look, it's um, it, it's a, it's 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 simple. I can't imagine what that, is. You know who I'll expl- that is, Charles? I'll I'll
1: explain. No, I said I can't imagine what his background is. Oh, biotech and trans combined.
2: Oh, I was gonna say like his genetic background. But I was riffing off Kevin.
0: The okay. <laughs> but it it's part of the sort of es- eschatology, right? And there's this really goofy um trans activist on I don't know if she's on YouTube now, but probably because they want to feed it to kids where she sings a little song about all oh, the yeah. genders in the, uh, as the Jake bangers see them. Um, and I J-bangers. don't know. It's, yes, it's just a, it's an Aussie expression. I think it's pretty great. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but uh, if anyone wants to put the link in there, if you haven't seen it, Charles, it's it's very, very disturbing. And it's, like I say, it's baked into their eschatology and the idea of... I do of, want to
2: see it now, by the way.
0: Yeah, so if, some, if someone's uh, got... i exhorting um, the chat, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> if they can find the link for that. And it's just very, very... Um, well, it, it's it's indicative of where... Uh, the potential f- from where the threat is coming from. This is uh, this is the only reason that I bring it up all, all the time. And the it, you, you you would be naive to not be looking at these data points because you're concerned about uh, upsetting the feelings of particular individuals. It, it just, um, if there if there's a group that and like say hashtag not all, but if they're if they're the sharks in a C and they're using that C as cover.
1: Yeah, then the we, we to hide there. Yeah, yeah. We
0: have to. We have to be able to um, find it. So chat isn't.
2: Yes, I, I agree that you have that you can't have sacred cows. Mm. That you have to be able to talk about all things,
3: mm.
2: um, and there can't be an awfulness thing, because yeah. I know I do agree that you know, um, you, it is important to look at the things you can't talk about to to learn like. What's going on? Yeah. Um,
0: You're just handing a win to the enemy in that situation.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I disagree about the the source of that, but because there's a lot of illogical, there's there's a lot of very strange. Well, uh, different sides something. using the same arguments. So, mm-hmm. um, let but, me let
0: I, me just uh, uh, try and guide the chat a little bit more. It's the it's a video where she's talking about tumtums, right? Someone please find me that uh, link someone
2: so but someone else in the chat like earlier was talking they mentioned that uh dr cole is live on tim iverson and just mentioned jj cooey
3: mm.
2: uh, you know i presume uh ryan cole is who they're talking about mm. um and but jj taking charles glenn connection to the bank i don't know what that means and i'm really curious someone said that
0: um, like i don't know i just <laughs> You know, what is, what is Jay just bringing? He's, he's focusing in on infectious clones and multiple release. And I, I don't know. I, again, I just keep...
2: I, I feel like he's been definitively, like, and I'm, I've am i been talking to Kevin McCurney behind the scenes. Like, I, I mean, I, like I always have, I guess, but not much. But pointing out that I said that I warned him like <laughs> that most of them like this, and I tried to get him to look into it. He was still kind of hands off. And obviously now that he's seen his best shit insane and how much they're defending it. Um, but what's interesting, like someone's talking about, I'm trying to figure out what they're saying by this, like JJ taking Charles Glenn Beck connection to the bank. I don't know what that means. Uh,
0: um, I don't know who said it. Uh,
2: that was jigs. one eight seven Seven.
0: Dixie. Um, I, I, I don't know He's he's pretty he, solid he Kui, no, Very solid He
2: mentioned Kui He mentioned Kui as his colleague In reference to JJ's clone theory mm. And I really hope that's not true Because I don't need Ryan Cole to believe any of this stupid bullshit
0: Well the the, um, the the Problem is is that yeah we're dealing with Clones right there's that aspect to it It's just it, Jay has gone down this pathway of um, And, and again it's an untestable Hypothesis as to how uh, the propagation potential of RNA viruses. Now, look.
2: Uh, I disagree that it's intestinal. I mean, because all the evidence that we're seeing is evidence in the opposite direction. So.
1: Yeah, Yeah, uh, I mean, you'd be discrediting virologists simultaneously by going down that route, correct? So then they would be kind of pushed out of the conversation like Geert, Vanderbosch.
0: Well, he's, um, he's very critical of, den Vandenbosch as well. Um, again, I'm... Well, he's
1: critical of anybody that has,
2: that, that argues any hypothesis that slightly disagrees with mm. his own personal ideas about how things are actually going. And now, I mean, like all, literally all the evidence, now that Kevin has laid down his stuff, I mean, I can't find anything anywhere that, where his shit makes sense. Because I see, I've tracked a lot of the epidemiological stuff, and, you know, I come with my background of doing these things and seeing the aerosol dispersion of something that is spreading from person to person. Um, So you really have to be catching that being released and not being spread from person to person for for it to be correct. Like,
0: it's just, so to me, it's definitive. In this instance... You have to make the presumption that it, it, Jay has nailed every aspect of this, then what's the aerosol apparatus, and what are the, where are these teams that are going around and making the appearance of this um, you know what he would consider a self-limiting disease? it can't, it can't sustain right. itself.
2: But he he doesn't even go that far, because he's he's very explicit in saying that, that the only time that there was a virus was at the very beginning, and only in a few places, and that was when I pointed out that they've sequenced more than 10 million patients' sequences, so that's pretty impressive for a virus that can't spread and yet we're seeing trends in the phylogenetic tree at large scale so i don't know it, i mean and obviously kevin the current kind of went further down that road and smacked them around but like this is obvious this is like fourth grade mm. stuff i'm not a scientist and i was able to right when you said it said, mm, that doesn't sound right mm. and so like i'm just done anybody's believing it
0: well you know it's... Charles that's Charles that's will that's explain
1: that's that. why are we fraction off? like McKernan and Crawford went at know. it and then like for three or four days and someone was actually trying to get a hold of McKernan and who messaged me and said why isn't he answering his hails and I said because he's fighting with Crawford right now for 72 hours straight it appeared on Twitter mm. where they just kept going over that's something. because he's
2: pissed and he finally realized what I was, and, that, and it wasn't just me it was lots of people they were telling him, you know, this shit's dumb and you got to say something because he keeps doing it. And what's weird is that as soon as he, like, just raised a hand and said, yeah, well, here's the science and it's wrong, it wasn't even JC that defended it. It was Matt Crawford, like, attacking him. Look, I, man, I, I, because, I like Matt. I like cause the cause JC thing. It's because JC has refused to, um, uh, like, like, he's... He holds Kevin in high regard, and, and he hadn't defected yet. And so I
3: guess he Because I've
1: had that... a Zoom with Matt, too. So Matt and I have talked over Zoom privately, and we were talking about uh, actually the doctors and what was going on with their political aspirations for some of them and the public health organizational spots they're taking part in. And, yeah, we were talking about what was their goal behind that and then the moneymakers and, like, the cult between the doctors and the certain media entities and politicians seem to be all in, I hate to use the word collusion, but uh, th- things are being coordinated. But yeah, I thought Crawford was a good guy, and then I saw those two going at it, and I didn't know the backstory.
0: Well, you know, the, the, yeah. so, uh, so I, I want to just, and again, i watched it, I watched that exchange, and I've watched Matt talking on, so his wife apparently, and this is what I heard, please disabuse me of this notion but she works in sort of um counter terrorism type That's like bio warfare type uh,
2: she has i don't know if she currently does mm-hmm. i think she works for like the sequencing something or um but she's familiar with these with the circles in a general sense i don't I mean, I met her. I mean, she's very nice. And, I mean, they lived before I left Texas. I mean, they lived like 15 minutes from my house, and so I never went to their house. But I did meet Matt and talk to him, and then I met her at the Knoxville conference. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I think she's she's perfectly great, perfectly nice. Um, and you know, I met Matt, and I thought we got along really well, and uh, he he went on the side of infectious clone scooby-doo and and i just don't i don't understand i just don't understand
1: dude
0: oh that's it's the the thing is uh, like i say my presumption was just that's what we were arguing for right from the beginning that this these methods are in play and hold Significant risk, right? Just, just yeah. even, even in the best case scenario, right? That they were just trying to get ahead of an, uh, the evol- evolutionary um, steps that could uh, lead to crossover. Um, the all that synthetic recombinant plasmid, whatever expression system you're using, um, you know, the one that worries me is the yeast. More than yeah. uh, anything when you know what Ebola chan does with uh, uh Ebola right and and expressing expressing it in yeast um I don't know if that, that, that's that, correct. If that's, if that's such a good idea that we should be doing that to yeast which is such a stubborn fucking <laughs> organism to um get shot of right um but he, he all hes All he's done after all these weeks is essentially say, well, there was a lab origin, which everyone was sort of arguing for anyway and yeah. the the dispersal mechanism was m- multiple sites designed to i guess I guess it's trying to encompass this idea that the p c r was picking out that um signal in in multiple places and that's why you had to do that to build in the people's minds the uh, uh, idea that there was a um disease of concern and
1: he saying simultaneously that it wouldn't have been able to spread at the rate that it did is that was, was that part of his hypothesis too or his argument that it had to have been released in multiple countries that was it are not or the <clears throat>
0: The, but uh, only, only a few. Uh, only a few. Because you know,
2: like, all, all of the, his argument is a bunch of ideas that he came to and decided that the evidence must obviously fit, and it doesn't. And one of the things that we talked about in our, our most recent um, breakdown of, of the insanity is just the fact that he, he literally said on stream – that's basically ignoring the, the millions of sequences and pretended that that all they use is rdrp to to make their entire phylogenetic tree which is ridiculous it's not what they do and but he's a scientist and doctors are listening to him for some reason and i don't understand it i can understand why like lay people would be like oh yeah okay sure whatever but he's literally lying. That things that he has to know aren't the truth, in order to try and make a defendable hypothesis. And basically, what Kevin McKernan did was call him on it, on just on, on one aspect of it that he knows extremely well. And yeah, what was bizarre is seeing Matt Crawford become his attack dog.
0: So, um, look, ayahuasca I, I man in the chat saying, RNA viruses cannot spread due to their lack of proofreading ability. This is, we've gone through this multiple times, ayahuasca, which is that...
2: He has to know, I, I, he has to be trolling us now, because there's no way he doesn't know. Mm. I, he, I feel like he has to have heard us explain this before.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: But, uh, I mean, you can go ahead, and if, if he really doesn't need it.
0: But it and... The purity is lost as it melts back into the swarm. Well,
2: no, there's more than one swarm. In fact, there's a swarm for every at least um, subgenus. So,
0: yes, yeah. And what does that mean? And that, that seems to be a concrete bit of data, right? That we see different families of viruses and like you were saying yeah
2: i mean even in the even in the phylogenetic trees that Jay says are ridiculous they can still differentiate between typically between sarbeck viruses and other types of viruses Mm. and that's only one small part of the genome so you mean to tell me that they can't tell like like how is that even a thing if all of it is reverting to the mean Mm. and then on that stream that you and i did you know i put up that picture where I, I pulled the data from a study in 2021 showing SARS-CoV-2 with 93 other genomes of Sarbeco and well just other beta and alpha coronaviruses. And guess what? They're real. And there's actually a lot less similarity than you might think. Like these like MERS is only like sixty percent the same as SARS-CoV-2. Mm. And there's a lot of pretty much anything that's not a Sorbacco virus is you're talking at least less than 75% the the same as that genome. So why is it surprising to anybody that they're able to keep their own swarm going? Like, this is so... It's mind-boggling to me. It really is mind-boggling.
0: And at the end of the day, you can hypothesize about anything that you want, but to... You must have data to back your assertions. And I don't. The science is. The conventional explanations are seemingly solid at the moment. You know, the fact that we. Well,
2: it, well, it's one thing. But it's one thing to, to have that. It's another thing to explicitly, intentionally, and continuously ignore and not talk about the science that I know he knows about that's different because then he's he's censoring he's like he's not talking about science that's important which is kind of the same problem we're having with these other scientists right? mm. where they pretend not to know things like uh, yeah maybe the lipid nanoparticle would be bad by itself or you know uh, so I how are we the doctors go to are
1: saying it's not things? bad Sorry. <laughs> Some of the doctors are saying that it's the lipid nanoparticle is a non-issue or they're only talking about the ionizable positively charged ones in there or, or the PEG. They're not addressing the zeta potential or the net charge. And a couple of my friends said because they can't comprehend it and they're intimidated or they won't spend the time to comprehend it or their or... egos are getting in the way. Or something else going on. There's no good reason. Do you think that they'd want they'd want to know if they are trying to arm themselves with everything possible? And we keep blasting the studies out there, and I've tagged McCullough and Malone, and I've sent them to Kelly DNP, who McCullough <clears throat> follows. who She's probably going to watch this later, and she's been tweeting some of my stuff saying, like, this is important, this is important. Why aren't you guys touching it? And McCullough will quote McCurry. McKernan, but he will not touch that LNP component. I don't know.
3: Yeah, well, gee.
1: Not, not fully, like they were just getting on board with part of it, but they won't look at the other stuff.
0: It may, it may be a case of they feel that they've done enough in that particular space that they don't want to take on the uh, extra burden of arguing more science because Boy. you've got to delve into a whole bunch of new chemistry, etc., and you know that's true. The problem, the problem is you
1: learn isoelectric point and how you calculate that. Uh, mm. That's usually not something you need. I don't know that. <laughs> Watch that video. I, I time. <laughs>
2: yes, ma'am. I will. I will. <laughs> But the point is, is that I'm able to figure out these concepts, and I, I, I need people to understand this. I. I I got a lot of education and i even did some science-y type stuff um with with my mls when i was in the marine corps but the last the the last science class i had was physical geology in 1999 no 2002 physical geology and guess what those were the only science credits that I have ever taken in college. Well Ever.
0: It, it, ever. It, it stopped those uh, ideological guardrails being put in, so that you could um, hop, hop skip, and jump about. Um, so, in in a way, it's kind of a blessing. Um,
2: I, I think it's a blessing, but but people need to understand that because not because I want to say that I'm stupid, but that I want to say that I'm a genius that I was able to figure this shit out. Because, like I say, if if he, anyone reads a couple thousand science research papers and can't pick up something from it, then they are fucking stupid and they, they shouldn't be doing it. And they wasting their time. So, I mean, if I can do it, literally anybody can do this. Can, can, well, okay. Let me freeze that.
1: I've been um, explaining things with pipe cleaners. I finally had people reach out. To, uh, so it's, it's spectators. The spectators interviewing me Monday, but, uh, People kept saying, explain it, explain it, explain it like I'm five.
2: Well, people do that to me on Twitter. I get a lot of those. (laughs) But typically, they're coming from, and this is just a guess on my part, but but when I look at the profiles, it's like a bunch of people with very few followers. They're very new. And I've always gotten the sense that for the most part, what that is, is trolls trying to catch you saying something and get you banned. And so oh. I've made a habit of completely ignoring okay. any time anybody asks me that question. I'd be like, sorry, um, but I'm not the person to do that
0: because... Paul in the chat says, explain it like I'm a lefty. <laughs>
2: right? Because all because literally all of my friends... Next time I'll black. add blue hair Except for to me, it. banned from Twitter, yeah.
0: Some more rainbow colors. <laughs> in
1: the-
2: explain it like you have a lefty. Uh, um, I said
1: add blue hair to it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, or it can uh, it can transition from a lipid nanoparticle
1: into a... <laughs> it can identify as right identify, whatever it was. An... The plasmid right. identifies as an RNA, mm. and so... then it doesn't
2: and then it doesn't tra- tra- travel to the lung with having positive
0: or yeah So the the, the plasmid so issue we haven't we haven't really sort of touched on this today, but I I do think it's critical, which is the SV40 promoter. Yeah in there and, and if you have any thoughts on that whilst I um, ex- explain that to folks and perhaps people don't get what I'm putting out there and maybe you'll do, do you a better so. job and I can use this moment to hit the bathroom so, of course
1: thank you are <laughs> not tough. asking me to explain it are you
2: oh yeah oh yeah He's asking
1: me <laughs>
2: shit yeah all i know is it comes from monkey virus pretty much it causes cancer yeah this is pretty much it yeah um, i think you nailed like, it do you know why they justify something that no. you know can no. cause cancer
1: no we were talking okay. about that with everything that has been part of the construction of what they've done it, nothing was accidental you have to choose those things yeah. you have to order them in from a separate company you have to order specific amounts and you have to construct it it's not just a whoops we hit the wrong click once to buy on the amazon account a lot of thought and processes go into and then when you design the plasmid like if you look back at the like pretend like that part was the promoter on like kevin's picture of the plasmid that uh you know that was specific and somebody okayed it Yeah.
2: And that's, that's the part that I keep trying to,
1: you know. And, but it was over and people. over again. So like, so, okay. So with the over company I started. with everything. Yeah. So if people have asked why I'm not on the internet, I was, uh, cause I had a huge LinkedIn account for a while and research and I have been fighting so many fires. Uh, I was also a lead witness in a jury trial and I got threatened, uh, during that. And I wiped myself from the internet for my safety, 2019. So when I, I was active at a company called Aldevron where I got my start for proteins and plasmids. Uh, the first I managed these projects start to finish, and I would talk to the researchers. Like when you talked about mycoplasma, that was one of the things I would ask: is how low did they need that percentage in the projects? You know, how low did we have to go with endotoxins and purifying? And you know, if they called and they wanted something like the spike protein made, you know, I would ask how much. You know, do you have the gene sequence? You know, we would talk through all these steps. And then when you talked about the SV40 promoter, you know, that just isn't talked about one time. You know, when I've designed projects and I still do some consulting, I'm just not working full time like I was. When I was working for Aldevron specifically for the couple of years that I was there, when I first got my start, you know, you're constantly having meetings for milestones and uh, different batches. And when you keep, you keep reviewing it, you, you don't just. Throw it by the wayside so that sv promoter someone that was intentional and people okayed it yeah. in more than one person
0: so uh, just, like, um, just like the sharing thing you say well uh, the, the the thing is S, sv40 is so common in the um gene I don't know, therapy world that the it, it was a known const known phenomenon and the it's even mentioned it's specifically in the European Medical Association, their I don't know, criteria for what they would expect to see in a, 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 a population um, I'm ready. still here, by the way. Oh, okay. They're a population-ready yeah.
1: um, <laughs> product. Can you make me one? I want to be on a oh absolutely on a transverse. Yeah, good... Is that a Spire- Velociraptor?
2: That's correct. It's a raptor carrying a flag and
1: yeah. I oh, want a T-Rex, please. I
2: also that. Again.
0: Do that, uh, uh, Um, the so in, in your in your space in industry etc. That's and oh, like I said, I missed the first couple of minutes, but um, the and. Y- you you were working with severe cancer cases, right? So- Yeah,
1: I can't, I didn't want to, due to NDA, I can't uh, mention specifics, but right now some of my babies are in stage three clinical trial. Uh, one of them's working on something for kids that we designed and it's it's working and it's about to change everything for a devastating disease for kids. Awesome. Yeah, they're small. it's uh, usually smaller trials Uh, some larger stuff too, like CRISPR, but, uh, so, so I've designed projects and I am still for, uh, but not as much these days for um, recombinant proteins. So a lot of antibodies, Frankenstein antibodies where you're changing the, you know, the top of the Y where the variable regions, you might have two different variable regions or a fusion protein where you don't even have the, the constant, Region of the antibody, you just have the two variable and the one phosphor, phosphodiester there. Um, Some projects with baculovirus, uh, CRISPR. But sorry, I interrupted. Yeah. But but I've seen so many things. So that was a thing. So, like, some of these doctors are saying, Oh, I designed, I invented this one thing, therefore I'm an expert. I'm like, bullshit. Like, I've also had monthly meetings to find out why projects went south when you replicated one and what went wrong like you got to look at what went right and what went wrong
0: and what what's the quality controls in place to oh, i'm presuming some sort of pcr amplification to know that your final product doesn't have these sv40 components in there and i imagine it's doable on a small scale i guess
1: um yeah but... well, you're you're looking at I mean, when you're purifying, you're putting things through HPLC, size exclusion, chromatography, affinity, if you're using metal tags, because I've designed both research grade and at the CMGP level, so you can't use any metal uh, for processing with humans, which is different than the adju, the whatever thing that's, uh, people were talking about the metal and the, the jabs, which is like ammonium. Adju- whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I needed the brain assist. It's been a long day. I've been up since five. Um, uh, yeah. So, so, so I was talking to a friend about that question because uh, I have friends who work for vaccine companies.
3: <clears throat>
1: I was not a, a, not a, I was just in here. So, I have friends who work for vaccine companies. And I can't name them, of course, but I, I like said enough right there. And when we talk, we don't have electronics on us either. We, did you, we, know that, we, did we you know the places. Jordan
2: guy from, uh, from, uh, Pfizer?
1: No. What's that guy's name? Jordan Walker. The guy,
2: guy that, Jordan Walker. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. He was on a date. That would you know, have been pretty cool. A lot of people didn't. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So we had, you know, when, when I've gone through processes for purification and what you just asked Kevin, yeah, like over and over again, like. Some of the companies that I've worked with, you know, the endotoxin levels were still too damn high on the antibodies, where we had to keep putting them through another membrane, another TFF membrane, and like just keep going with the purification to meet their specs. Mm. So the fact that this stuff has a level of plasmids in it is blowing my freaking mind. Mm. It's blowing my fucking mind. Is it mind. possible
2: that they didn't even bother with that?
1: Yeah. There, mm. I just said it without. Wow. You. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so it's probably a case of, yeah, we're in a rush. I've never
1: made it at the scale before either. Mm. And so, like, okay, so, like, I had a three-hour interview with this guy named Sonny in the UK that has a really small podcast, and I walked through the milestones if you were making a recombinant protein in a lab. Like, say, if you were making the spike protein with cells in a lab and you were transfecting them in the lab and then, you know, lysing, breaking open the cells, and then... You know, some of the stuff I used on his show is you have columns and it's basically, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much no different than this. And you break open the inside of the cell and the cell's got the DNA and the mitochondria and all the other stuff in there. And, you know, you're like, you know, putting it all through and then some things will stick on the inside of the column and maybe you want something that got stuck to it. So you do, what's called a loot or you do certain, you do these multiple steps over and over again. But when you start, you do it with one liter of medium, you do one usually one liter. You do what's called a small scale run, and then you'll run a couple different cell lines because biology is going to do what biology is going to do. And then you, you know, you test the outcome on two different cells to see which made the most protein, which would have been the spike protein, and then you run with that. But then you do a ten liter run, and you you purify ten liters and you express your protein for 10 liters and then maybe you jump to 25 where they went to zero to 1000. Like I think I was reading in the literature, like they just fucking grabbed it and they, they did no intermediate runs. They didn't test anything. Wow. I, I, uh, so at the company that I worked for, El devron, um, uh, if someone calls to verify my employment, that's fine. Like I have documents that I worked there too. When I first got my start for the first couple of years, the, uh, they have three sites, uh, Research Grade in Wisconsin, where I spent most of my time, CGMP in Fargo, and then in Freiburg, Germany, is where they do the gene gun in animal antibody discovery, and I had some contact with that that site as well because uh, I think that's what they did with humans in these trials. They did the same thing they did with animals where they just uh, they tracked the antibodies generated. Uh, a lot of times companies will want to test for a drug and then they want to s- against the antibodies created. So in Freiburg, Germany, cause they can get away with it in Germany, they're usually using a gene gun where they're just, in- just injecting straight DNA without a lipid nanoparticle. And then, uh, you know, they kill the animal and then test the blood. Uh, that's a supernatant and then the blood will be filtered through just like it's getting sent through columns like that. And then you're separating the antibodies out and then you're running those on a you know gel or there's different things to test, but yeah, I'm not finding anything that looks different than what they fucking do in animal testing on mm-hmm. the humans for these trials. That's blowing my f- that was blowing my fucking mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I if it, if
1: it, No, no, you're allowed to on you here. Yeah.
2: Do you hear you say <laughs> the truth like that?
1: Yeah, it's
3: nice.
2: Fuck.
1: And so then so there's time frames for that too. So I don't know if you wanted to do a show on that cuz you know it took me two two and a half hours to walk through this stuff with Sunny where I said okay, let's say you had the the sequence for the spike protein and then you'd take what's called a plasmid which is used all the time when you make insulin. Insulin is made from is made recombinantly. Insulin's a protein. They start with a plasmid. They they break apart, you know you 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 basically cut apart this, I can't cuz it's plastic, but you would cut the circular part out and then you'd flank in the gene sequence for the protein you'd want to make which this represents and then this replicates itself over and over again you know and you know when I looked at the the so if you were going to make a spike protein in the lab and you were going to purify it and you were making a lab in cells purify it you'd be looking at 10 to 12 weeks just to do one small scale run where you would send the sequence off to a company called here we go. I'm just going to name them GeneWiz or DNA 2.0 in China. You'd send the sequence there, and they charge so much per base pair. And then you know they do codon optimization, which McKernan and others have, you know, you guys have talked about. And then uh, you amplify it. So that's one to two weeks. Then they send it back, and then you, you know, prepare it with the lipid nanoparticles, and then you transfect the cells. You know, and then once uh, so scientists actually physically look at the cells. And they watch them grow depending on if they kick the protein out of the cell or to get stuck in the membrane, which can happen, which is called transmembrane. Or if it's in the cell and then you, you harvest it and then you have to purify it where you're putting it through these columns and uh, then you're testing it. I like Agilent, Western blot, you know, you're doing those things and you know, that's 10 to 12 weeks, one run just to do a, a, a leader and that's just to verify in one or two cell lines so when they looked they talked about the dates was it uh may that they started a human trial and it was end of it was, was it may 12th it was somewhere in may 2020 um, got the date. it's yeah, sort so of that. human trial but it was end of march where they got permission to go yeah. so which means they had to have started in january or they ran steps in parallel because like what we would do is you know, when I was on site and I was working alongside Freiburg for that company, because I don't, I consult just privately now. But when I worked on site, you know, first you would do the, you know, the stuff with the the protein in the cells, which would be similar to what's happening in the body, where the cells are making the proteins, and then that's ten to twelve weeks, and then phase two is looking at what the animals and getting the DNA in them and seeing what antibodies are making against it. And then that blood is sent back, and it's gone through that same purification process that you would do. So then you, there, there's just no way. And and then what kind of animal testing did they do that they said that they did in addition to?
0: Well, not the, just uh, the. There was some primate studies at the beginning, both
1: for the Pfizer and Moderna. That's sure. So they had to be doing it all in pair. They had to have been doing it in parallel. Mm. I don't think they. Yes. they Did it one step at a time. Mm. So, because they knew it was going to get approved, hmm. and then yeah. uh, so I, uh, well, a series team I said that it, the lipid was labeled as an excipient, so they didn't have to test it. So they they made an agreement e- with the FDA e- that it was labeled as an inactive agreement, in inactive kind ingredient. of,
2: except at the same time that they were doing that, they it was the lipid that they used for the distribution studies. So they, they basically. So I guess it, what's really sick is they, they, they used the lipid for those distribution studies, but it didn't really matter because that was the excipient. Right. Like, it's, it's, almost, it's really disturbing the way that they piled it on together, and that's beside the fact that the genome was released on the 11th of January. Yeah. And by the 13th, they finished it. And someone realized that Pfizer actually lied about when they started their animal trials. You want to know when they started their animal trials? January 14th. And they backdated it. like Because they said, they were saying publicly that it was the 27th of January that they started those animal trials. But apparently, I don't know what it means, but according to actual documents that they had covered, they, that was actually the real date that they started whatever the animal trial was, was January 14th
0: primate study shut up
2: i i'd have to go back and look i have a i have a screenshot somewhere but i mean yeah but january 14th
0: oh, okay. which I, I,
2: means I, by the way if you think about that because they never published like their timeline as specifically as moderna did because moderna's was, was being partnered with okay. vaccine research centers so so they the vrc did publish like their timeline and so that's how I know, because they've literally stated in peer-reviewed publications that that they finalized the sequence, so they did all the codon optimization, and they finalized the sequence on January 13th, because it was on that day that they shipped the sequence off to, uh, to Boston, and Barney Graham explicitly made one of the decisions he made, in addition to the codon optimization being done by Jason McClellan, was... He, Grant made the decision to retain the urine cleavage site and all that was done by January 13th and like I took that and used that to to show that they knew it was highly transmissible and did nothing and, and suppressed it. But the other half of this is that that F- Pfizer was never like no one knows how Pfizer came to make the decision to retain the urine cleavage site. They actually had three they made three different, slightly different versions but um but basically so moderna and pfizer all they were able like i said whatever it means to say your animal testing on january 14th that's what pfizer said that's what pfizer said in their in their in their documents that weren't supposed to be public is that 14th so i don't know if you can help us like understand what that means because it was, it's in there that
0: says January fourteenth. The only thing That's... that I could think of is um, cell lines that they could. I'm meet. looking for right now
2: too.
0: So, um, but something as complex as a primate study, impossible. There's there's yeah. no way in. I don't know. Even if you had expedited um, IACUC review and all the you've still and got so, to go uh, through. Yeah.
2: I found the picture.
0: I'm gonna put it in the chat here in a sec. Oh shit! It it, physically, yeah, physically impossible. And uh, well,
1: Mm -hmm. all of it, all of it is.
2: There you go. Mm. Uh, So yeah, even with the the timelines
1: I mentioned, you can't. Even with the timelines I mentioned, if when they were verifying, for instance, that fucking graphene there narrative that won't go away that just uh, keeps rearing its ugly head mm. uh, like well, when that's what i'm asking because you,
2: you just said that and i just realized holy shit wow when they're using the graphene
1: oxide to so they use the graphene oxide just to verify i think the 3d structure of the spike protein <clears> when it was produced in the lab so all this stuff that i talked about just really briefly where i said you know you're transfecting the cells which means you're putting the rna into the cells and then the cells are growing up the protein and then you know they're they're lysed and they're they're put through these literal columns like this. And sometimes the columns have different little indentations to catch things of different sizes. That's called size exclusion chromatography, sec. Or there's ones so that have um, different kinds of, like uh, for antibodies, cephalose. There's just different kinds of things to make things stick. So you want certain things to pass through and certain things to stick. But that's all like, like Kevin just said, that takes physical time and you can't rush that shit either. You, you can't push it through mm-hmm. faster, and it's going to take the time it's going to take, so it seems like...
0: Charles, are you sure that's referring to animal experiments? It just seems to be um, start of experiments, completion of experiments, and they've got a bunch um, of... Well, it does say immunization, that that. I guess.
2: Yeah, there's another, there's another... I think there's another image that went along with it. Hold on, let me check. Because... So, there's actually a brown there's, a, there's a, somebody wrote an article about this that goes into more depth and i think that like i found some curiosities that i think they misunderstood with it in that article but it but this part of it i don't know it feels
0: yeah it's it's, it's not primate study no way
2: no 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 it's not it's not a primate study it's not a primate study but just the fact that like what what would it that they were experimenting on and with because they, like, uh, I'm gonna I'll, I'll put the link into the article as well. But it's
1: just bizarre. I mean, it, like, it does. I mean, it does it say blood sampling. So uh, I mean, we have to presume whole animals. and um, Right. Says Eliza. So hmm. Eliza might be looking at antibody. Right. If it was going, uh, if they used supernatant, would have been the blood that they. Got from the animal. So, just my guess.
0: Just just to get this timeline right. So, thirteenth is when the sequence gets.
2: Now the eleventh is yeah. when the sequence is released, and by the thirteenth, Moderna had finished their sequence, and basically that also has to be the deadline for Pfizer because if they were doing anything with, with any animal or any tissue or anything mm. on the fourteenth, then. They obviously had something to do it with, so mm-hmm. we can assume that it was almost simultaneous. No later than the simultaneous, yeah.
0: Mouse, maybe.
2: I believe it was mouse. I believe I believe it was mouse. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the article. But It was from Brownstone.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, this is your domain, Christie. Of just like say the
1: blood sampling looks like it was probably antibody check,
0: but the. To, to turn around from getting the sequence to making the it's... plasmid to
1: oh, no. No. no, we could we could add it up on a piece of paper right now. That's what I did in the other interview, but mm. just even in the head, no,
0: it no. doesn't doesn't pass the sniff test for me. No. Um.
2: So then, what did they do? Is it even
1: possible? Out of order. <laughs>
2: So they, like, it was a, let's say that it is not from like an older period of time. Let's say they only got the sequence at that point. Is is there any remote way that they could have done it legitimately? Like, or even like, is there even any way to like ex- explain it in a way that could make sense without some serious crap being left out? I mean, okay. So, so I, I, I would,
0: I would say perhaps this is a scenario, right? That, um, Can we write be-
1: down the dates again? I just want to write down the dates. We said which date did they get the... 11th? Or- 11th. January 11th yeah. was the date they got the plasmid? No, no the, sequ- that's the, date,
0: that's the
2: sequence. That's the, date that the sequence was was released by the Chinese.
1: on January 11th? Correct. So and
2: they,
0: then- they may have been working... Oh, sorry, you have yeah, finished the timeline. Sorry.
2: Oh, I was just going to say, then, and then the, the VRC, so the NIH the NIAID submitted the finalized sequence to Moderna on the 13th. And obviously some time around that time, Pfizer had to do the same, but without talking to each other and still coming up with a very similar Mm.
3: pattern.
0: Yeah. So here's here's what I could be a possible explanation. So as you know, we we keep finding out that coronavirus countermeasures are a huge area of investment and research. So they may have just had a candidate, um, like like the lipid nanoparticle. And let's, for sake of argument, let's say it was for against MERS. And so they had that ready to roll. Which they did, by the way. They did or they didn't.
2: They they were working on they were working on MERS mRNA. Um, candidate at this time. So I I believe it is possible that for somebody to just bang out the China.
1: China, the other thing is China may have sent them the raw material already and had it because they were already had it as part of their gain of function experiment and they didn't send it off to a company like GeneWiz. So that, that would be the other explanation is if China physically had the material on hand already that they were using on site for SARS cov two.
2: Well, I mean that's actually like one of the main like we have our own theories. Um
1: but they already had plasmids right. there because uh and that would be effing scary. <laughs> like because what? there's like you said, like January 14th is that date on that study. So that's that means the blood had uh they had shot up the animals on that day? Or does it say of... Data- yeah, I mean I'm just trying to January. falsify. I'm just trying to show this fucking ridiculous yeah, start of start of experiment. So that's so if this was uh if this this is blood for assay for ELISA would have been antibody. But I don't know if that's the day they injected the animals or the day that they collected the blood from the animals. Whether it was the day they injected the animals with the genetic material or not, then to drive the animal to have the immune response for the antibody. Holy shit! Yeah, there's um, no way.
0: Just another question, quick question, Charles. Is the <laughs> date up the side, twenty seventh of November, twenty twenty? What is that referring to? Do you know? Um, let me go back to the image. Hold on. That's sort of
2: asking um, uh... all these questions. Um, well, th- that's um, that's the approval documentation that was submitted, I believe, to Europe i Oh no, this is the CBER. This is FDA CBER. Because, because once again, this is, these are from FOIA documents. So, this is the documentation that was submitted by Pfizer and BioNTech to the FDA for approval.
0: Right. So basically, saying we've done all these steps. We and essentially saying we started Correct. on the 14th of January on the 27th of around November it's submitted it's expedited through and given a r- yeah. rubber, rubber stamp of approval <laughs> um
2: yeah but okay so I'm about to drop in the the, the uh, link to that article mm-hmm. I just found it so that way you guys can also be perusing that So I did uh, have issues with it the way they explained it but the, yeah, the evidence it's...
0: keeps pointing to there being f- foreknowledge, or that that they they were prepped for this, yeah, like a steel trap ready to ready to go, yeah. and
2: like stunningly prepped. Yeah,
0: yeah, too much. A little bit. A little bit. Just uh, it's all a little too convenient, and you know it, it points to what uh, Mark was raising about the study from malone that just within a day they've they've got stuff out and you know we were having discussion in the chat yesterday maybe maybe at that level that they've got some military grade chat gpt that can spit out of article in literal minutes maybe i don't know um but
2: Okay. Well, actually, so here we go. Um, it should be noted that the January 14th, the start date of the first preclinical study, which is apparently what that is.
0: Um, generally means animal.
2: Yeah. So it had begun already begun preclinical, i.e. animal testing nearly two weeks earlier in January 14th. Um, but look again, they'd already, so they'd already completed that study before, because what, what this this journalist is doing is comparing um, what was said in a book by the uh, by the Uyghur or Sahid or whatever his name is um, over in Germany, and they're like retelling events, but they didn't. But they said that they started this on January twenty seventh, right? and and they also said that. It wasn't until January 24th that they decided to launch the COVID 19 vaccine project over that weekend, which is obviously impossible because these experiments started two weeks earlier. So
1: they, didn't, they don't define which animal testing that is. So when we talk about animal testing, I think there's some confusion with what in animal antibody discovery is versus animal testing when you're injecting the RNA, right, Kevin? So, like, mm-hmm. you have the – when you initially do the testing on animals, it's called in-animal antibody discovery when they were talking about which antibodies were being produced. And, like, I still have that uh, archive that Jiki posted where there's only 12 subjects. Holy crap. Where they were looking oh, at okay. the well, antibodies. Here, here's another – But, like, this is this that is when they're out. doing the RNA – is...
2: Sorry, it, said, it says that this was mra here was encoding a proxy antigen luciferase
1: that was for the biodistribution. Protein. right okay, okay so, so that, then that
2: would be the biodistribution.
1: yeah so it may be
0: that they've got the um they have those plasmids just on in stock basically and they can just um if they're just looking for yes as christy was saying biodistribution of the lipid nanoparticle um yeah. that's potentially a explanation, but still very, very fast from look
1: <laughs> to do the antibody and the eliza that would have had to been oh right, the, yeah, of course that, was, that had to have been the gene, so they they had to have done uh but maybe maybe they, they were that. looking
0: for antibodies to the lipid, I
1: think so
0: maybe i'm just i'm just trying to steal man the position but,
1: and then but then that would be crazy because that that would falsify that so that would be the wrong data because that wouldn't be antibodies against the spike protein that would be antibodies against the lipid hmm.
2: but well, basically that's what they're arguing in this article is that um because they talk about how they they furthermore Biontech was not able to formulate their mRNA to the lipids itself, but depended upon the Austrian company Polymon to do this for them. As noted in the vaccine book, their facilities are an eight-hour drive from Biontech's headquarters in Mainz. So they described talking about having to like pack up stuff and drive it um, to Vienna and drive it back a few days later. Um, but presumably the same back and forth had to have occurred with the mRNA encoding the luciferase. This means that as a practical matter, Project Lightspeed must have gotten underway even earlier, at least several days before the January 14th start of the study. Mm. I don't know how that if that jives with what you're thinking or not.
0: Well, I, I, again, I'm just, you know, if, if you were trying to sort of cross-examine this in a, in a courtroom, <laughs> I'm trying to think what their defense would be, and just that, yeah, we it was part of the landscape that we would be looking at coronavirus and maybe maybe that's the reason that they could or, or use that as an excuse maybe maybe even that's actually what happened i i don't know it it just well, i
2: mean but none of the, none of this um would Whoa. still absolve them of the fact that they knew all of this shit anyway and they shouldn't have used the L- you're looking at a particle because they knew it was dangerous. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just trying to dice. We're trying to get to the actual. Hold the on. details.
1: Wait. So, like, I don't know what time zone you're in, Charles. Like, I'm still going to stay awake for this because it's midnight. So, I just want to clarify I'm something here. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I just want to clarify something here. So, in this study. They said they used the luciferase to track the immune system response, the antibody response, not the spike right. protein. But is that the data that they said that the vaccine was ninety-five uh, percent efficacy?
2: See if that's what I'm thinking, because and I've it whatever was places. the spike
1: protein, and that's why another reason I don't want to give them yes. uh, ammo for their own thing. But then it it never would have been beneficial against the spike. They never tested it against the spike. Is well, that what we're saying? See, that's
2: actually what I'm. Well, that's kind of what I'm
1: thinking as well. I just don't know. Does that makes sense. The, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. the So they they that, tracked the antibodies the produced from the lipid, not from the spike, and that's what they used to say it was 95 percent. Efficacy because they looked at the antibodies that were produced against the lipid, not against the spike. Holy shit!
0: So I, just I, I don't know. Yeah,
1: my understanding
0: was... is that the efficacy numbers came from the human trials, right? So um, that was the which, antibodies produced once 20... the RNA went in the
1: arm. Assuming RNA went in the arm.
0: Mm-hmm. Assuming, and the I don't know, it just. It all seems very sketchy to me, um, and the how how to you know Brownstone Institute that's getting out there to many a thousand. Um, why isn't there more more action being taken right now? I don't get it.
2: Well, I mean that was from January, so I mean that that should tell you. I mean it's not just us, like. The origin, the shots, and I believe it's probably because it's the same thing. Um, that's it's still off limits. Everything is Wuhan, you know. That's it. That's the only thing we can talk about.
1: And they're saying that the company, the lipids company, didn't even give permission to use their lipids. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. Yep. Yeah, I see it
1: That's yeah. on page fifty-two the missing piece was still a ac- cutis who had not yet consented to the use of their lipids.
0: I can't see it. Now. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. man, but that, you know, that that then sort of, it, it's so sketchy. Well, it's less, it's, it's less that, that they had sort of four planning in place, just that they had a methodology framework in place in uh, just in theory say and they knew which parts they needed and so would just take um just took what they wanted and then was would just worry about the intellectual property fallout um afterwards because uh, they
1: had permission they knew the government was going to give them a pass on everything right so they didn't give a shit it was the uh Don't ask permission, get forgiveness later. But they already had forgiveness, so it didn't matter. Yeah. All they had to do was submit documentation. It didn't even matter what documents they submitted, because didn't they submit everything for approval in a day?
0: It's, again, some...
1: um... (laughs) It's like 44,000 pages. Got.
2: I mean, after all, it just
0: affects us. It doesn't affect them. Yeah. So Maples is saying in the chat, ninety-five percent number came from the human. Remember, it was the Argentine military guy that magically got the numbers before approval. Yes, that,
1: thanks, so. Maples, dude.
0: Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? A, the, the question is like for for public listening to this. What it what it what do you do right now? And the in my mind, it's everyone listening to this is doing that anyway, but just um, be staying away from these products that have not been not been handled in... in... Look, these were systems that were developed over bloody generations to um, develop maximal protections, right? And, you know, it, it's still hard for me to fathom that they would just throw all that out the window uh, at the... At the first sign that they're, if this was their disease X, for example, that they just were gonna. It was baked into the simulations that they would do this. This, this was the way to go. The fastest way to go. To go. And
1: I think I had a boss that explained this. So I initially went to school to be a pharmacist for PharmD. D. I never completed because I got in an accident out jogging. That was pretty, really bad. But when I was in pharmacy, in clinic, I was in the neuro-ophthalmology clinic, you know, like we like put together stuff for like age-related macular degeneration and uh, a whole bunch of stuff But I remember my preceptor talking to me about drugs and that we had reached a point where pills and the basic drugs had gone about as far as they're going to go, that we were just expanding laterally at that point and that biologics was the next step. And that this was their, this was their in. Mm. I think it's fair to say that because now since it's approved, you, they, everything that leaps off of this doesn't have to have proper testing
3: mm.
1: or only has to have the amount of testing. I think that was done due to FDA. I mean, is this going to be falling under that FDA ruling where if one drug is approved under certain conditions, then you can leapfrog off of that?
2: Potentially. Yeah. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying.
1: Yeah. So this will allow everything RNA to come through now that was not allowed to come through because before they had the rack. So like we were talking about that on a a different show with a, a like a political show that I was on. We were talking about in 2019, July of 2019, Moderna was a, their RNA was approved. And then August of 2019, Tony Fauci with the NIH. Eliminated the RAC, which is the recombinant uh, advisory committee for genetic products, which was an external That's committee correct. for biosafety. And then they absorbed it and said, well, we'll handle it from here. And then Moderna partnered with the NIH. So it,
2: that doesn't and look shady at all. Well, and I think it was CBR. Holy normal. I don't even think it was. It was a completely different aspect because CBR is separate from. The vaccine oh, advisory council that does it, so they shifted. They shifted directly over into the
1: vaccines. Do people um, want to learn about FOIA's for a second? Because I was on C. CB- I was on the phone with CBR for forty-five minutes with a woman by the name of Elizabeth Sly. S. L. Y. Sometimes the reality so engine is just uh, so.
0: funny, right?
1: <laughs> my chemistry teacher, by the way, my first chemistry teacher was uh, Amy Payne. <laughs> Oh yeah, my
2: one of my drill instructors was S- Sergeant Blaze. That's awesome. say I mean, he <laughs> he would always tell us that we were in Hades, and I believed him. Anyway, I digress. So yeah, making oh, so
1: I had to cancel my Freedom of Information Act request, and I'm resubmitting many smaller ones. And here's why. Okay, so I I requested a FOIA for through CBER, uh for the the FDA for 2 years of Pfizer documents for every batch data they did in the last 2 years all the agilent files anything that would show RNA fidelity the translation of the protein the western blot just everything and the plasmid data as well so her her and I talked for 45 minutes it took a month for them to triage it to accept it and then it gets decided which track it's going to be put into so if anyone's submitting a FOIA you can also see what FOIAs are currently in play, and it looks like bullshit FOIAs are being submitted that are complete word salad, and I think it's being done to uh, clog up the queue, but I can't prove that. So there are some links where you can go for the U.S. to see all active FOIAs that are in process or they're trying to sift through. And they that have to, some of it looked total bullshit. It didn't even look like it was like a thing. So she said there's three tracks. There's the fast track. The fast track is about a month turnaround time, and that is if someone had already requested something that was approved and already sent out so they're just going to make a copy of it for you and they don't post anything publicly unless it's been requested three to five times and then fulfilled and then they will post the records of that but like the foia that i was requesting that they they would just send to me so then so then there's the simple track and that's how the fauci emails got released via jimmy tobias uh that yep. was end of november Um, so that was, that's a three to six month track. So that's, uh, when you have just, uh, just asking for Fauci, you just ask for dates and Fauci. And then there was my submission, which is two to three years turnaround time, 24 to 36 months. (laughs) I was like, fuck.
0: Yeah. She said,
1: but, um, due to my credit, she said, uh, by the way, Christy, she said, uh, Never have I had something this in-depth come through here and so detailed. And she did, I don't want to misspeak, uh, she did mention current FOIAs in there for boosters and one for the is it the the agreement, is it the GLA? I forgot the acronym for it. The uh, Oh, shit. GLA? Uh, D- no. She said something is going to go through redacted, so it wasn't even mine. So she was filling the beans on something on the... Um, the contracts, whatever the contract file that someone's trying to get, she said that's going to be redacted. She also said if someone requests something that overlaps with someone else, they'll release parts of that to everybody, like if people aren't coordinating FOIAs. So I'm going to really release mine in a whole bunch of smaller chunks simultaneously, and I'll have to pay, and I might have to do a fundraiser because it's like a few hundred each.
0: Oh, well, we-
1: or I thought maybe just the death batches and then the so I have the death the top death batch numbers and then I have the numbers where there were no deaths or adverse events. So that that would be the control batches and I thought maybe just grabbing three of each
2: I think that'd be well, would be sufficient at least for
1: And then we'll look at the plasmid contamination too uh, in the RNA. That, that, file. that
0: seems a really critical one right now and you know the
1: rna and the plasmid is hmm. the main the main two if they
2: actually give that to you because i don't know if like i don't know if that, that's actually ever been released in any thing so far
1: yeah so we have that from australia i don't know if jicky asked for it or somebody else did but the tga released the agilent files that looked at the rna and that's where there's the uh, one big main peak like i could and then uh, one's, uh, there's little peaks next to it that show fragments of RNA, and then the EMA commented as well, even though they didn't have their own Agilent oh. file, but they said there were fragments present. And But, oh, don't worry. You won't have any immune system response to that. But they didn't talk about uh, partial fragments of proteins causing cancer. I I actually remember that. In fact, I was there, and Jicky asked me so yeah to get, to, to get in contact with Kevin McKernan about that. So those so I actually gave little that little yeah. peaks, and then the that was the big peak and the, it was only supposed to be one one large peak for the r n a but there were little peaks yeah, that's and right. that was so I was trying to get this exact same files out of the u s a so we could have the u s a version and then it's just I, uh, have not even a question anymore
0: mm. well, in the context that I mean, they... it isn't
1: now it isn't a question now, like we know
0: right, and the and this comes on the on the Back of them wanting these documents sealed for seventy-five yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. Well, for 55 years at first. Seventy-five. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So, a- so after the judge said "nigatron," mm. they added twenty years to it because, of course, yep. Man. The audacity of nope.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable! I'd, I'd, yeah. like I, I, I say that it's it's each you one of them. Each one of them by themselves would, like I say, in my mind previously would be, you know, causes of concern. But there's there's such a tsunami of um, bad practice and what seems like outright deceit at, at this point. The... Yeah, I see that's pretty safe. But...
1: How do we trust anything anymore? I mean, mm-hmm. the Alzheimer's studies were shown to be falsified and they used the same... Darn image over and over again. Oh yeah, the the amyloid, the depression.
0: Um, look from my perspective, the amyloid is a. It it is implicated now. Again, it's just questions of causality. But the problem is, is that back that back then, they were able to. It gave them a target, right? So it just Mm -hmm. became very, very, very valuable. Data and just
2: like like antibodies
0: yeah yep and the well there was a post from Finn, which was Let's see if i can find it real quick but pfizer had a wait a second this one uh so she. In her post, she said, uh, "Interesting timing for this Pfizer drug approval for cardiomyopathy amyloidosis." And oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, and I, I almost op- shit myself when I saw that one. October second, first approved May third, twenty nineteen, and yeah, quarter of a million bucks per course, yeah, or, a- or annually. Now I don't know. By the sounds of the molecule, it sounds kind of uh I should just rather than guessing check what it is, but um I I wonder if it is a sort of um antibody uh ah. Oh, I've got this summary uh that's great. Uh so Vindamax Tafamidis, megalamine is a medication used to treat uh, light chain amyloidosis, etc. This condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um doesn't say. I wanna I wanna f need to find out more what class of drug. Okay. Um transithrin stabilizers. Ah never sort of popped up on my radar before. But again, very uh, convenient that they've got a uh, <laughs> a drug in place just in time for uh, you know, what, what seems to be a indicated risk now.
2: You want to know what's more convenient?
0: What's that? The, the
2: very, I want to say it was the very first coronavirus study, or set of studies that, uh, that Ralph Barrett performed was on a rabbit coronavirus that causes myocarditis in rabbits
0: what Correct. Right. this this is long long ago though right
2: 1991 92 mm. rabbit causes my, the, his first coronavirus was rabbit myocarditis coronavirus something, rather. Yeah. Mm. i'm not saying there's correlation but I also just dropped a photo into the chat once again, cause you know, I do that occasionally and but this one is this, I think this one is really key because, and I've got like 150 more, you know, sources that beyond the ones that are linked in this, that I'm, that I'm going to release as a, like a PDF with links, but this lists, the seven categories of gain to function research and all I did was I listed – I put out links to papers that explain phenomena within SARS-CoV-2 that, that fulfill that gain-of-function DERC category. And what's interesting is that there's four of them that are, that are literally fulfilled just by the manipulations that they did. They're like the main four inserts, not including – And just on the spike. This is not including the rest of the other operating frames or anything. Just the spike. But then the other three categories are all fulfilled by just two things. One, the vaccine. So, such as something that enhances the susceptibility of a host population to the agent or toxin. Or generates or reconstitutes an eradicated or extinct agent or toxin. Guess what this that's the wild type strain. Um, so the sixth and seventh categories on there are fulfilled by the mRNA jabs. And the third category um, is fulfilled by simply withholding the therapeutics that they knew would work. So SARS CoV 2, like the response to this virus, has fulfilled all seven categories of hey you shouldn't do this with a a pathogen and we have done exactly that we've done all of them Mm. in spades so to me that's the most interesting part about like what we're talking about with the plasmids and everything else is the fact that if you wanted to do this this is how you would do it and what's sick is that it's not is that this is just the decisions made by our government. And that's assuming we didn't make it. So even if we didn't make the virus, our Fauci is inflicting upon us the same damage that we would have as if an enemy was trying to do it to us mm. and more effectively.
0: Yeah, and coupled they're, with all the other legislative and the other, well. Yeah. Countermeasures that they rammed through Um mm-hmm. really looks, uh, well, intent to cause harm. I, I would, I would say.
2: You I, I can't. I literally can't. Like, if if I tried to argue against that, I couldn't, because the evidence points completely, one hundred percent, that they knew. And these plasmas just like they're the, they the icing on the cake, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's
2: and, and the, li- the li- banana particle, like literally everything, is mm. deleterious to human beings. Mm.
0: Well, like look, every
1: part it's... of it is bad. A- and a- anything's poisonous. It it's, bad. it's
0: dose, right? That's yeah. the that's the metric. Even the dose, things.
2: even the dose, which was which is like twenty times more than what you get in actual infection, mm. and it's all at once in a split second. Going all throughout your body, I mean, it's just. I wish I was a sheep right now and didn't and hadn't gone through this and learned all this stuff because yeah, <laughs> I, I literally all I do is keep learning more things that are terrible.
1: And not sleeping. Charles, my my friend, who's a pathologist, and uh, yeah, I, I can't say some of their names because they're uh, they're collecting their own data. You know, this person he said, uh, yeah, how great would it be? to not know this i would get sleep and that uh it's it's super depressing
2: it's fucking terrible <laughs> which is why i can't stop that's why, it's why i can't stop because <laughs> because we have to we have to get to the end of this we have to know the truth mm. and if nobody else is going to do it we have to do it because this is so bad
0: well it, but, it, it's <laughs> the which which is a glass half full or uh half empty Right, and uh, look. In, in worst case scenario, it was a deliberate attempt at biowarfare, mass biowarfare at a planetary scale, um, and I don't know. I, I find myself ever more in that bracket, looking at this, or it was just a <laughs> series, just of monumental fuck ups and. Incompetency,
2: but it can't
1: be though. It can't be. It we know it can't be. A Bush uh, ethical skeptic was here, so you you both seen ethical skeptics charts when he looks at the United States and he did uh, assessment on severe adverse event versus adverse event, and he listed it by state, and five of those states in yellow hopped out of the trend line and had higher severe adverse events by twenty percent. And then there were twelve yep. states that had lowered by twenty percent. So here's the thing, and so if anybody wanted cold chain explained, I could, exchange, I could explain how they fucked up and how that's done properly and why. Uh, a lot of people were saying that the states in yellow probably had issues with cold chain. That's not that's not true. Uh, Pfizer and Moderna are made in Wisconsin. Uh, Moderna is made by Catalent or was in Madison, Wisconsin, where I live, and I know people. Who worked there holy shit i just said that and at pfizer because <laughs> that's because i have contacts biotech <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh so wisconsin michigan and minnesota i think it was wisconsin it was one of those states in yellow so there's there there's not much chance unless the hospitals themselves screwed things up that it was that's a right. delivery issue because it is made here So that didn't happen. So then we were talking about, uh, so I ran demographics, and Kevin, that was something we didn't want to talk much about. And I think you mentioned a paper. So we said, well, if it was a bioweapon, would they just aim it at a certain demographic of people? Mm -hmm. And would they protect their own? Because then, Mm -hmm. then I ran data, population data on, here we go, Caucasian versus Hispanic Asian per state, and that really lines up, except for the states where the CDC is and FDA had a had a little uh, bounce out there. Mm.
2: Huh. Yeah, I could. I hadn't. I hadn't looked at it yet. I have talked to an Ethical Skeptic offline. Um, like I've actually talked to him on the phone, and so I'm pretty familiar with his work. And he, I just haven't had the time to really look at the latest stuff, but. I remember when I was, when I, I used to do a lot, like the first year of the pandemic, I was only doing, like I was just interested in trying to figure out on a macro scale what was happening. And what I saw was that um the vaccine uptake was the largest, or was obviously the highest in certain states. And they were playing the race card. Yeah. But what they weren't really saying is that the, is that, it was the Republican states that had the highest percentage of these minorities, and it, so it was really dastardly because they were they were using places like Vermont to that was the top state exactly for to, to try and compare it and make Republican states look bad because they had like low Vax uptake and they had um, you know they had higher. Actually, they didn't even have higher mortality rates because the rates were so bad in the beginning in blue states. But, but, but basically, they were trying to make it political when the truth is is that they knew, they knew that they could do that and make the Republicans look bad and they could gain the data just exactly like what you're talking about. Just, just to, it's, It really is sick because they took every possible chance they could to make this appear like it wasn't their fault, mm. but it was. I mean, it's just sick. And they threw race in there. They threw um, gender. I mean, if they they even they took pregnant women and manipulated statistics so that way it it um, it seemed more dangerous. COVID did for for pregnant women to try and scare them into getting the vaccine. Mm. Um, I mean, it's truly sick. I mean, it wasn't me, but somebody that I know wrote a Substack where they actually said, Hmm, did they, did a couple of pregnant women die in order to serve this cause? Um, and I don't know the answer, but they presented some interesting evidence. Um,
0: Well, Well, certainly plenty of, uh, unborn babies seem to have. That's, that's. Uh...
1: Oh, yeah. My friend. And, and Jiggy, yeah. You studied mm-hmm. that first,
0: yeah. Sorry, you were saying, Christy, I didn't Sorry. catch that.
1: Um, So not just James Thorpe and friends, but my friends who are nurses. Well, and DMP has posted this too, but my pathologist friends said that they're, they're seeing stillbirths and uh, there's uh, necrosis in the placenta clots throughout the placenta. Oh, my God. Uh, plaque plaque in the placenta and then uh clots in the umbilical yeah
2: jesus but there's no studies coming out so i
1: I uh, so when we talk about the frontline doctors man like i've ceased communicating or trying to at this point and uh, they were following me and i've pretty much i i I, so i asked so they're, they're focusing on the spike so i asked are you tracking lipids and one said he'd get back to me and he did not i won't name him but he are they tracking the lipids because would you use dark field microscopy were we talking about that kev like what would you, what would track a lipid so you mm-hmm. can see if it caused the necrosis uh, if you're not seeing spike because that's how you would tell if it was infection versus vaccination because a lot of people are saying the spikes there but they're not seeing if lipids also there
0: yeah i'm, I'm... well
1: because
0: uh, you can, kind of, tell, cause you can kind of tell that
2: i not but if you're not seeing other things
0: beside the spike, that also helps, too. Like, right. Um, yeah. The, the, like I said, tracking a lipid in the body is hard. Yes. <laughs> it's very, very yeah. You have so many
1: already. Yeah. Especially, yeah. In, especially, then, especially That will take down the whole thing so that it, it's not the spike. I don't know if you guys have like thought about this, that the the rna is one thing but if we find that the lipids still are detrimental like that it would take the whole industry down mm. more than just the yeah. spike protein would yeah
2: and that's what switzerland is that's what switzerland is doing they because they're using um supermarketies argument because thailand i think is also doing the same thing and i think that's actually the way they're attacking this is by s- saying before we even get to the spike protein, you knew unequivocally that the the lemonade particle was bad. And I don't know what's going to happen with that, but he's managed, they've gotten two legislatures in two countries. Well, they've got the king in one, legislature in the other, to be on board with doing something for the ICC. I mean, I just don't know if, I don't know what's going to happen long-term, but that is an angle that they're looking at. Um,
0: My... (laughs) You know, somewhere like Switzerland, and again, I'm I'm thinking about that. He's from the UK. I've forgotten his name now, but silver supplier for the royal family. That's uh, that's where he came from, and he was basically. Well, he said that in Switzerland, everyone was talking about how the uh, the impact on individuals it was, it was just so widespread that everyone was talking about it at the. And I presume he does circulate at the highest levels. You don't become uh, a <laughs> silver supplier to the uh, royal family and not have connections. And, yeah, but what do we find? Uh, a month, a month or two after that video comes out, well, I, say, I don't know, it's even two months, um, yeah, Switzerland turned rounds and said, no more. And, you know, they're, they have a lot of clout, the Swiss. It's just... Simple as because of, I well, should we say, their banking laws. I guess is the one of the primary reasons, right? That's that's where that's where the rich put their ill-gotten gains, and um, it's, an, it's another indicator that you something went either radically wrong or spectacularly to plan, and they got everyone, and and, and people who thought that they would be um immune to the fallout from th- these series of events and i don't i don't know how that looks as they sort of sp- spin us ever more towards a sort of chaotic full system breakdown type scenario but it's it's not looking
3: good right now and the Yeah, and it's, uh,
0: deliberately pushing us towards war and conflict. It's an age-old strategy, especially if you want to get away with um, crimes or whatever. List list all the scumbaggery that could take place. This this is my concern right now. That that's that's where we're going, and I don't, I, I'm not seeing any real attempts to put the try to pump the brakes a bit right now and you said last when we were talking last charles it just congress seems as should we say apathetic to investigating itself well i would say that that would apply across all the governments that were part of this push right that bought into the paradigm the countermeasure paradigm i guess I don't know.
3: It's there's
0: not that not many days we get good news. <laughs> well, um I know it's late by you guys and uh it's we've been going uh, three hours forty minutes. Uh, any last thoughts before we wrap this up?
1: You no, know, it's lipid-related, but I really think McKernan's plasma discovery is spot on for the net charge changing, and then those other studies showing that pushing it negative is going to cause adverse events. And that that, that needs to get out there big time right now, because that would explain a, a bunch. Yeah, I, po- I posted the study links that would confirm these things entering the, the LNP would do that. Uh, in Twitter. changing the charge yeah. on it. Yeah. On Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Anything where you see like an ionized or, uh, yeah.
2: yeah. I think, look, I would, I would agree with that and say that, that it's, it's, it's an aspect of the foreknowledge or the. Uh, just because my watchmaker hypothesis is all about um we don't have to understand where the we don't have to know the origin of the virus to understand the origin of the pandemic and that we don't have to wait because just understanding the response to the virus is enough to prove the crimes against humanity and and everything else so because we could literally go on forever trying to figure out where the virus came from but the proof is in how they responded to the virus. And and this plasmid piece is a massive addition. It fits perfectly in with everything else that I've been researching. And it's, and it's another, maybe even the well, one of the best pieces of evidence to show that they do. And I think that's how we, we obviously can't do it with the VAERS program. We can't do it with all this other stuff that they're they're trying but having all the evidence uh, and knowing that they being able to show that they inflicted it upon the people is the message i think that will resonate with the people
0: Mm. well i think i think this is why we have to everyone has to really keep an eye on the birth data and you know it it was bad enough lipid nanoparticle going to Uh, ovaries in animals. We know about all the menstrual irregularities, but uh, the plasmid going there, being trafficked there, and trafficked into um, those cells.
1: I've got the studies that show nanoparticles uh, destroy those cells. I can post again, but when you talk about birth data, I just looked up the state that I live in, and there were more deaths than births last year, mm. by a large number. I think that's happening in other areas too, right? Mm. Yeah. The death rate's higher than the birth rate.
0: Well, it's a, but the average… By
1: a larger amount than The typical, average birth like.
0: rate that they would predict, like all-cause mortality, has dropped as well in multiple countries. Like I said… Um, yeah.
1: I've got a study on that, or it's two of them that shows that the that nanoparticles in general, not just specifically lipids, but nanoparticles in general, not only will destroy cells in the testes and the ovaries, but it also impacts the hormones that drive uh, libido, uh, both in male and female, and that it, it's causing a reduction. I'll have to send. I'll have to dig those up.
0: Right. It's, it's just odd, right? You would think with everyone being locked crazy. down, we'd have uh...
1: more. <laughs> more. Yeah. Right. Sexy time. As if, we <laughs> needed, as if we needed more. Yeah. More opportunity. So many people working from home. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah.
2: So the actual impact is, is some amount greater than what we're even seeing. Mm. Because the, you're right. The opportunity has been there. And we didn't have a baby boom. Not at, at all.
0: all. Not at all. And look at the the situation in Japan was sort of critical anyway, right? And they were very, very closely watching this trend. But they, they, their drop in births arrived. Oh, it's like eight eight years um, earlier than was predicted based on pre on the previous trend. Excuse me. And um, same in Singapore. Same in Korea. Um, Scotland is another one where um, we keep seeing data indicating that there's been some impact on births. And the my concern is this, that it, it, it gets so bad that you just, that they will do anything and everything to hide that data. And because um, it would, look, <laughs> people dying and everything, that's uh, one thing, it's bad enough, but yeah people who've had uh bad periods in history you know, where millions and millions have died um but the the if it's impacting that's a sort of most fundamental basis for being right you you know you you're here for four kids I think <laughs> and if people have lost. Pregnancies can't get pregnant. Um, I, don't know, I, I would expect there to be uh, more pushback, but then maybe they've just got it buttoned up so tight. I don't know. It's
1: when, well, when you mentioned that. So I don't know a lot of women, but the women I do know are all experiencing pregnancy issues and are going to fertility specialists right now. Mm. We're trying to conceive.
0: Interesting. This is why and we' that's have to... just
1: anecdotal, but I'm curious uh how how far that spans out oh, get out
2: to the people, people have to learn and to, the, people have to know the truth because they just have to literally try to. <laughs> like, like this what? is existential
0: but well, it's a simple fact is is that all these issues that we've covered today and there are more have to be thoroughly God. investigated every single thing and it does and like I say I don't care about your feelings uh with respect to looking hey, at
1: can can we do some of that offline sure sure we talked about something getting investigated I think we've talked about that in the past okay I'll make a call we'll see if we can test out the one of the things I talked about and see if that's that's what it should be yeah okay um, I don't know if I could say it on air.
0: Uh, well, if you want, you just uh, you try just and uh, <laughs> maintain some ambiguity uh, publicly, right now. Send
1: me some clothes. I'm looking for some clothes from Japan because I really like your your background. There is always cool. And I'm looking at my background. Sucks.
0: Your background looks uh, much much nicer than mine. What are you on about? <laughs> My like my house, it's if it's the wallpaper is so shitty, I just threw uh, old posters that I had.
1: That's what I was looking at, what was on the walls, like it looked like you were in a cockpit.
0: Uh yeah, it's just old scientific posters that I had, because you know, you they you pin them out quite big, right? So it's yeah. patched up. <laughs> patched up the scabby wallpaper behind me that's uh, literally forty years old and oh, <laughs> just didn't look good. Um, uh all right so should i just end the stream do you guys want to talk offline a little bit um and i know you got to get, you to bed. get you, all right so thanks guys for listening Thanks everybody yeah i'll just i'll just end the stream and not hit the outro button um i'll just see if anyone i don't know and I mean, I didn't know you had started the stream, so I totally Right, but well, there's there's one, so the, really there's ended. two. Um, I can do a. I'm so in love with the sadam drip right now, but um, I can. I, I think it will. Nah, I won't blast you. But uh, for Matt and Anonymous, donut, thank you for sending shekels my way. Keeps me in the fight. All right, um. Good. Boom. All right, thank you. Always have your uh Saddam Chadgriff folks. Uh you never know you never know when they're gonna make a compilation of you. All right, I'm gonna stop the stream and I will see you guys uh tomorrow with and we're gonna look at the documents. I got a bunch more that um generally haven't been seen by the public, so from the the release. And I heard today that they've arrested someone. Uh oh. about that leak, yeah. Um yes i am uh quick synopsis bro <laughs> just uh
2: no oh, just a 21 year old uh guy working on just computer systems in the air force i don't know. Okay. Some 21 year old okay all right
3: all right guys uh